0: Dialing in toll free at 800 259 9231. You can take control of the airwaves 1 800 259 9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you will find there completely free. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian and JJ and Mark. And uh, again, you can join us on the web, you can join us on the phones, Uh, you can bring up anything that's the point of the program. To to start things out here tonight, I think we all had the snow story. I think all of us were aware of this as far as coming in here tonight. This is a big this is a big story. I mean, because you're talking about the New York City uh, snowplows. Yeah, we talked about it in detail last night uh, with how it is essentially that the New York City government guys managed to clear out Manhattan in a relatively quick period of time, but the uh, the outer boroughs were basically being ignored for days. People being essentially trapped uh, in snow banks, I mean, two feet of snow. New York City received about two feet of snow uh, during this past weekend snowstorm. And basically, uh, the snow plows were nowhere to be found in certain areas of the city. And people, understandably, were pretty upset about that. Not only was it making it difficult for folks to, well, go to work, uh, but it was also making it difficult for, say, an ambulance to come and rescue a dying old lady or a, a small baby that was having some kind of uh, medical issue. And, and, in fact, a couple people have perished as a result of the fact that the uh, the ambulance could not get to them in these areas. This small is pretty price, serious. It's
1: a small price to pay for the rights of workers. Oh,
0: what do you mean by that, Mark?
1: Well, the proletariat uh, is trying to keep us to no, Is that the bourgeoisie? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, have, have you talked about this story that recently
2: came out about the actual – they planned on the uh, slow cleanup to send a uh, a message.
0: Yeah, that's what I wanted to touch on tonight. Okay. If you wanted to, to share with us, JJ, you're certainly welcome to do so if you've got it pulled up there. Yes. But... Uh,
2: the uh, sanitation department's slow snow cleanup was a budget protest. Selfish sanitation department bosses from the snow-slammed outer boroughs ordered their drivers to snarl the blizzard cleanup to protest budget cuts, a disastrous move that turned streets into a minefield for emergency vehicles. The post is learned.
0: Boy, this, nothing like uh, having a monopoly holds you hostage.
2: This is from the New York, New York Post.
0: Because the government owns the streets, the government it certainly controls the streets. Whether they own them legitimately is another question. Because can a thief own the things that he uh, buys with the money that he steals? I don't think legitimate. I don't think legitimately he can. Uh, but effectively, the government owns the streets in, in the way that they in that they control the streets, and so you've got a monopoly. They
2: sent a message to the rest of the city that these particular labor issues are more important," said City Councilman <laughs> Dan Hollerun. Wow. So basically, what happened was uh, some of the guilt-ridden workers uh, confessed to this plot to this uh, this councilman and uh, told him that the the orders came down to be slow, to pad
0: the overtime hours, to do a, a, l- a lousy job. That's funny because they made us do it. Well, right. the uh, the, the official word yesterday was th- they're going as fast as they can. They're th- these guys are doing what they can to make sure that that snow gets cleared. Which
1: goes which goes to show that whomever is uh, you know is doing this talking. That
0: either- was the mayor.
1: Either A doesn't know and just says that kind of crap because mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing you say when somebody says, "Hey, you're stupid snow clearing people. People aren't doing their job. They're going as fast as they can. I mean, like it doesn't take a third grader to figure that out." Or mm-hmm. B, he's in the person saying it is in on it and doesn't care how it affects you or your life. It doesn't care if it kills a four month old baby, which it did.
2: Mm. Yep. So basically, the, uh, they used a variety of tactics to drag out the plowing process and to, po- and to pad their overtime, of course, <laughs> which included keeping plows slightly higher than the roadways and skipping over streets along their routes. <laughs> and it's just amazing. Wow. Uh, it's,
0: it's and everybody is infuriating held... Infuriating is what it is. Yeah, they, you are literally being held hostage by these people. There, there's no other option i i What would happen if somebody came into that street and just plowed it? Would that be illegal? like if some private guy going to get a
1: plow like, vehicle of, of you know any size into New York City? plus you know the, I mean you really have to have some serious equipment i don 't know what you 're talking yeah, about would when you, you're talk- you actually it
2: speaking of that have you seen the video circulating YouTube about this uh this four wheeler uh, this this large uh, front end loader that was stuck in the snow? And so the tow they crushed truck crushed a vehicle trying to take it out. Yeah, 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 exactly. The tow truck pulled it into a, a private vehicle parked on the street. Just without, a perfect no example. No, just
1: pulled it into it. Pulled it over into it over, over and yes. over again, shoving it into other vehicles, yes. smashing it up into the curb. I mean, just crazy what they were doing. No, with. they don't care.
0: Right? Yeah, it's a perfect example of how concerned they are with uh, what you think yeah, about right. them and their customer service and their uh, their ability to get the job done uh, in an efficient and safe manner. So everybody is being held hostage by these people, like you said, Mark. I mean, what would it take to get a snowplow into the New York City streets that wasn't actually a city? Well, where would you store that thing? Are you going to pay to store that under on, in one of their underground parking garages or or, or on the What's street? Thirty dollars a day for yeah.
1: regular uh, car parking?
0: I well, can't it, imagine. For a it dump also truck.
2: doesn't matter without them declaring the uh, the snow emergency, the cars never came off the streets, and the, and I I saw Bloomberg talking about this. And the fact that where are they going to park the cars? And, and it's a good point. Mm-hmm. But what they had to do instead was then to actually remove the snow instead of just pushing it to the side like they do here in New Hampshire and other uh, rural, area, rural areas. They had to actually lift the snow into buckets and then carry it away, which they is do that more some, complicated.
1: At times here, but um, you know, that's a, it's a much more involved process. It's
0: crazy. Just looking at all of this and uh, looking at the failures, and I bet you... If you did do something like like you were a self-starter, you were an entrepreneur, you were a philanthropist or something like that, and you wanted to help people and you saw that the government guys were not getting the job done and you said, all right, I'm contacting upstate New York or whatever it is that's just outside of New York City, whatever more rural areas it might be able to get some guy with a a snowplow uh, on his truck to come into the city and do this – I bet you it's illegal. I mean, if you think about how union-controlled New York City Right, is, I don't know whether it's
1: illegal or not, but up against these union bosses that I've heard about in New York, uh, quite honestly, these people scare me like the mob. Well, um, I mean, and you see that they clearly don't care what it is that their actions result in. Yeah. I suspect they'd come up and shoot you in the head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's not unrealistic. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so, so what would happen? Because if you look at the, t- the taxi cabs. They have a very controlled system there. If you, if you don't have the taxicab medallion and you pick somebody up and drop them off and they give you a quarter, you've committed a crime. You know, you're violating their licensing laws. You're violating the, the taxicab uh, medallion restrictions. And the medallions are like $400,000 a pop. Wow. So the, it wouldn't surprise me, given that kind of an economic restrictive, uh, restrictive climate, that they would say, whoa, whoa, who are you? What do, you, what do you got? This pl- hey, what you are you plow? doing here? What is this? Whoa, ho, well, ho, ho. I think the
2: the other thing, but what I said earlier is that you'd have to invest a lot to do this successfully. You can't just shove the snow, right? Right. So you'd have to you'd have to invest for a, a front loader and then in some sort of vehicle to transport the snow as well as
0: to move it around. So it's quite a big leap. So here we are, where the you know, the information has come out now that these guys actively chose to not work to basically screw off. And still collect uh, a paycheck with yeah. overtime. The
1: guys who guilt written probably aren't giving back that overtime they I bet you're right about yeah, that. Probably
0: not. And so that's what the latest information is. And as of right now, as of today, miles of roads still remain unplowed. Yep. As of last night. Hey, you don't like it? Huh? Well, you, all you have to do is renegotiate the contract. <laughs> <laughs> or find somewhere else to live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, find somewhere else to live. I mean, if you—that's love- not the
1: purpose of what these guys are doing, though. These guys are saying, you know, we don't care about your dying children. We don't care about the elderly. We care about our contract with the city. We just want our taste. It's—it's
0: it's just so sad. And what can you do about this besides leave? How realistic is it to suggest that New York City, even in the face of this, is going to look at other options, is going to look around and say, well, you know what? Screw you, union people. We're going to go ahead and hire some yeah. uh, you know, in scabs. New
1: York, in New York City, there's no way. No way. What they, here's how they should handle it in New York City. They should turn over snow removal to the boroughs. The boroughs then should decide that, uh, you know, well, what we're going to do is we're going to put this out for bid. And we're yeah. going to let the union bid. Yeah, yeah let yeah let, let 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 the union decide to do that. We're going to sell off the equipment. Somebody wants this crap, and mm-hmm. uh, we're going to take the money, and you know we're going to put it towards next year's budget and cut down property taxes as a result. I, I hope the libertarians there. <laughs> I hope <laughs> they be realistic.
0: Well, you know, I hope they at least propose it to get the idea out on the table. But yeah, if you're realistic, you know that this is New York City. It's incredibly statist. The Empire State. Indeed. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control and bring up what you want. DUI Checkpoint's coming up and more. Your calls as well. Spark
3: imaginations and free minds with an enjoyable graphic novel or webcomic from BigHeadPress.com. This holiday season, share the freedom message with friends, family, or the one acquaintance that really needs it. BigHeadPress.com's thoughtful stories provide a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. Just one of the many imaginative graphic novels from BigHeadPress.com is L. Neil Smith's Roswell, Texas, a sci-fi, western, romantic comedy with aliens, motorcycles, beautiful women, and the gayest Nazi you've ever seen. Sample online before you you buy at BigHeadPress.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free. The number for you is 1-800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 800-259-9231. Join us online. At freetalklive.com, you'll find the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. If you've ever considered taking
1: your case to court without an attorney, you need training. I mean, it's you, attorneys are very expensive, and there's a cheaper alternative. It's called Jurisdictionary, and you can get it at jurisdictionary.com. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer, and it's so easy. The average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. Get it at Jurisdictionary.com. I have uh, gotten the course. I paid for it myself. I think it's very important uh, to know this stuff. Jurisdictionary.com. All
0: right, 800-259-9231. We continue here. We'll take your phone calls about what you want. And then coming up, we'll tell you about uh, DUI checkpoint. Further restricting them uh, in the Tampa area. We'll get to that here in a moment. But first, Scott, the bigot, is uh, with us in Massachusetts. Uh, Scott, you're back on Free Talk Live.
4: Uh, happy New Year, <coughs> excuse me, Happy New Year, Mark and Ian. How are you?
0: Thank you. Well, it'll be a Happy New Year because I won't be spending it with you. Oh God.
4: Well, uh, you're so you're so uh, so kind. <coughs> you know, uh, no uh, one brightens like...
0: up a room like you, Scott. <laughs> well.
4: You know, for the New Year, gentlemen, I, uh, this is the I, – I, before I called you, I thought long and hard about what I really feel in store for the United States, and uh, this is what I came up with. Uh, first of all, we're going to really have the – we're – depression. We're in one now, make no mistake about it, but the depression's going to intensify in
0: okay, 2011. I think that's, a, that's a pretty favorable prediction. I suppose and, happen. Uh,
4: the uh, Federal Reserve is pay, print, printing up money. Uh, and and it's, wor- it's worthless in the sense that, let's face it, <clears throat> there's nothing behind it. Uh, if, if, I, if I had by law was authorized and I could print up money, I might as well manufacture it in my basement. Unfortunately, I'm not the Fed, and the Fed just just prints up this unbelievable amount of money. But it's all going to catch up with this country. It's catching up as we speak, and uh, we need to go back to a uh, hard money, meaning uh, gold, silver.
0: Uh, but, uh, that much def- we agree on, Scott, definitely.
4: So we're in a depression. It's going to intensify. Uh, you're going to see mass misery, and unemployment is, what, now 10 percent. Uh, I predict that it could skyrocket to as much as 20 percent. You're going to see tremendous misery. And the good point about this, if there's a silver lining, uh, I, and it's not far-fetched either, uh, I believe there could be an overthrow of the U.S. government.
0: What do you uh, mean by that?
4: Let me let me, let me elaborate. Uh, in Soviet Russia, 1917; uh, in, in the Nazi Germany, 1933; uh, in 1922, uh, uh, Mussolini's uh, fascist Italy. Uh, when there's when there's social unrest, uh, h- horrific things can happen. The people will uh, will band together. I'm hoping. They, this, but what worries me about the American people? They're very dumbed down. Uh, they're they're, uh, they're
0: Really, and uh, if they're like you, Scott, they uh, they blame other people who look different uh, for the problems. Yeah, I'm kind in the of the worries world. about the social unrest. Scott, is
1: are there going to be are people going to take t- take sides along racial lines? This
4: is what's going to happen. Uh, going to uh, either the nation is going to go communist, a, or b, it's going to go <clears throat> fascist, meaning along the lines of Mussolini's Italy.
2: Well, Scott, Scott don't you think it's already
4: fascist? What's that?
2: Don't you think it's already fascist? This is JJ, by the way. I think it's already both. I agree you with you. It
4: is totalitarian. This democracy is a crock. It's a crock. I think I told you about a year ago, close to that. Anyway, I will not stand for the pledge. If I'm at a ball field, uh, I will not stand up for the national anthem. At least I have the courage of my convictions. I've had good, good at one for you time. on
0: that one, Scott. But you didn't answer Mark's question about yeah. the division divi- the, the for the upcoming social unrest that you believe is coming. Yeah. Yeah, is, like who's going to be fighting
1: whom, and uh, how are you going to tell the good
0: guys from the bad guys?
4: First of all, we have a, I'm going to answer that. We have a Zionist-occupied government. I know you got annoyed, but I'm going to be frank with you. We have a, let me, a they Zionist-occupied they gonna wear, are, government. Are they going to
1: wear Stars of David so we know where to shoot then?
4: Uh, they, they already control it. And, uh, and what's going to happen is that the, hopefully the Christian people in this country will rise up against, uh, uh, against uh, black uh, Jewish enslavement. <laughs> Because that's
0: what Christians now, do. Is are we really black? currently
4: experiencing
1: black, Christian, uh, black Jewish enslavement? I mean, is that what's happened to us?
4: That's, that's I- Liberalism. Let me explain, gentlemen. What's happened to the United States now is that it's, 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 we are in a cesspool of liberalism. It seems to me
0: like most of the people that are in uh, Washington, D.C. are white Christians, or would self-describe as, right. uh, as Christians. I, I don't know they, how many black Jews I know, but...
4: They, they've, lost their, they've, lost their <laughs> they've lost their way. They've lost their way. This nation has become, if I may say, Judified, and uh, homosexuality, homosexual uh, uh, lifestyle, liberalism. Let me explain to you in a nutshell.
0: So wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Scott. Let me see if I've got this straight. So the civil unrest is going to end up breaking down between the Christians versus the Jews and the blacks. That's right. Now, will the Jews be on the same side as the blacks?
4: Yes, because they've always always led their... uh, They've always led the civil rights movement. What well, about black Christians? What about
1: the, the Mexicans? Are they gonna, what side are yeah, they yeah. going to take?
4: Oh, of course they'll be on the side of the blacks and the Jews. Now, really? I, I, but I, there are will, a lot of Christian Mexicans. Will, really Christian. Will I still
1: be able to get Chinese delivery is what I really I need could to know. I can see
4: you're being sarcastic. No, no. I, I, want I, to I need to know, know
1: about my Google, Mugu Gai Pan.
4: Any, any radical movement, if you look at history, communism, socialism, humanism, uh, uh, atheism, uh, decadence in art, uh, any left-wing nutty Socialist, communist, homosexual has always led. Has always been led by Jewish liberalism. They have always but led There it. are a lot
1: of conservative Jews out there. The Hasidic Jews are extraordinarily conservative. I, I met one of them on uh, on a boat ride in in New York, and I like you know his wife wouldn't shake my hand. I mean that's how conservative these folks are.
4: The Jews are not a religion. They're a race. Don't uh, get confused. Okay. <laughs> But it's not. It's not. It's more. Can you pay attention what does to that real have life?
1: to do with anything I said.
4: If you want your listeners to understand, get through the, the 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 complications of this government and find out where to find an answer through all the madness.
0: You didn't answer okay. my question. Speaking yeah. of answers, yeah. what about the black Christians? There are a lot of black Christians out there. Are you saying that they're going to be fighting the white Christians and over what? Yes.
4: It's going to be a race war in this country. So it's yeah, not a religious war. I, I disagree.
0: Wars. I think it'd be
2: more socioeconomic yep. than race or, or religion.
0: I think it's... It'll, all,
4: it'll spill over into that. And if you want to get to the answer of what the madness, what's going on in this country, all you have to do is pick up one book and take the time no, to read it. I don't want to and hear that around it around <laughs> of, <the learned laughs> of
0: Zion.
4: That will, that will shed light on
5: all the madness. It's a, a hoax.
0: I, I Can't don't you it. understand
4: that? It's just a hoax. Somebody just... It's, and Thanks. all of these boys that are dying, that are coming home in body bags, they're fighting for a totalitarian Zionist Jewish yeah. government. I don't know and about the last two words,
1: but
0: thank you for the call well, No, wait, wait, I Scott. i got
1: one more question, Scott. No,
0: please, please. Scott, my,
1: one of my best no. friends in the whole world, he's black, and I wonder, should I just shoot him now? <laughs>
0: uh, You're but, not a but, Christian, Mark. You're going to be on his side. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah which it's side? the white, Chris. what about the non-white, yeah, the yeah, the what about the non-Christian whites? Yeah, what about the
4: non-Christian whites?
0: Yeah. If, if I had
4: my way, if I had the power, if I had the power, I would take them all on a boat, all of them, Who's and that? put them on Madagascar.
0: Wow! And
4: I would take
0: the Jews, too. Apparently all of us, because we're not Christian. I want a white
4: Christian Protestant nation. This is what would make me most happy.
0: Luckily, I don't think most people are like you, Scott, and uh, aren't willing to fight the war that you're talking about fighting. A lot of people understand that humans are humans, and it doesn't matter what the color of their skin is or where they were born. I
1: saw that movie about Madagascar, and those little lemurs can dance and sing. It's
0: awesome. Thanks for the call. Yeah, he does need some peace. He's going to have to find it himself, though. one 800 259 You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. Freedomcam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Dash Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at FreedomCam.net. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free. The number for you, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one 259 9231 and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free, uh, so you can enjoy those, including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program. Shrine.freetalklive.com will get you right to it. that shrine .freetalklive.com so much to discuss here tonight including some uh, some pretty pretty good objections to the ideas of liberty that uh, some folks came up with that I wanted to share, and we can answer those uh, coming up here in a little bit. Uh, but first, some more news that uh, that is, is, is could be useful in your life. Uh, just because they're going to do this in Tampa doesn't mean it can't happen where you live. And, uh, J.J., you're going to tell us about some DUI checkpoint crackdowns that are coming in the Tampa Bay area. Coming from uh, Channel 10 News, uh, WTSP.com,
2: Tampa, Florida, with New Year's Eve only days away, The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration expects this to be one of the deadliest weeks of the year on the roads. But now a new weapon is being used to fight against drunk driving. It's a change that could make you more likely to be convicted. I think it's a great deterrent for our people, said Linda Unfred from Mothers
0: Against Drunk Driving in Hillsborough County. There's nothing they don't like. It, uh, no amount of new draconian power. Uh, <laughs> right. Man, would, Mad loves loves, loves new them. laws. Just loves them.
1: And you know, she did use the term deterrent, and I just wonder how many people are deterred from having a few drinks and driving by new, more draconian drinking laws. I mean, it would seem like there are plenty draconian as it is. And yeah, it would seem. You, you, it, I mean, people drink and drive, and I would say that most of it, Lies on the shoulders of city planners. It used to be that every neighborhood had a house that was converted in, you know, um, into a a bar. Essentially, people could go there and, you know, a little inn where people could go and they could drink um, at this house or or whatever. It was within walking distance of their neighborhood, mm-hmm. and.
0: You know stumbling distance yeah,
1: stumbling distance yeah. and you know that that doesn't happen uh, that, that doesn't happen anymore. It's, it's rare that a person lives within stumbling distance of a bar, mm-hmm. so they have to get in their vehicle and drive now it is a better idea to take a cab? It sure is, but it's also an expensive proposition. It's going to cost you 40 dollars just for the ride. might as well stay from. home
2: and drink. Flores among several states now holding what are called no refusal checkpoints. It means if you refuse a breath test during the traffic stop, a judge is on site and <laughs> issues a warrant that allows police to perform a mandatory blood test.
0: I wonder wow. about this. Are you telling me cops are doing the jobs of phlebotomists? Yes, that's what I'm telling you. Um, this is Without actually the training. Well, they go through, usually they go through like a four hour quick class. Right, right. Of course. Like Here's the alcohol swab and, and yeah. stick it in that direction. <laughs> Don't stick yourself uh they actually tried this uh and i don't know if it's still going on because you don't always hear like continual updates on these things you just hear about it when they first start but i remember it was a few years ago now that it was utah's state patrol that was learning how to become phlebotomists, going through the you know four-hour class or whatever it was uh and then hitting the streets with needles and and demanding blood from people i mean (laughs) so this isn't that unusual of news and it's so scary that this is happening today and and the longer things go on, the you know the longer these cops are getting away with this, the more likely other departments around the country are are likely to pick up on it and copy the idea. DUI the defense attorney Kevin Hayslitt sees
2: the mandatory blood test as a violation of constitutional rights. It's a slippery slope, and it's got to stop somewhere, Hayslitt explained. What other misdemeanor offense do we have in the United States where a government can forcefully put a needle into your arm? Which is the question of the hour. What other simple offense like this? Can the government come and intrude upon your person in such a?
0: It's pretty scary.
1: Yeah, when you talk about drunk driving, it's uh, you know, I mean, we've been we've been taught in our society that it's such a terrible, terrible act. And you know what you've got to think about is that uh, texting while driving is incredibly dangerous, much more dangerous than being sleepy. Yeah, than driving while um, at, you know, point one, uh, point 0.1 alcohol, blood alcohol. But they're going to punish point 0.1 the same way they're going to punish 0.25. Uh, right. they've they stu- right. th- This law just doesn't – you can be laying down in your vomit drunk versus just slightly over the limit drunk, and the, 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 same the punishments thing. are the same. I mean, this is how crazy it is. And whereas there are far more dangerous activities that they can't punish in the same way. So this one's fun – Because for the cops, because they have a way of getting you. If you're texting while driving, it's, you know, can't I saw it. him texting while he was driving. I swear,
0: Your Honor. You could, right, you could, in the in the texting case, I suppose they could look in your phone and they could go back and look at the texts and see what times they were sent at. Well, but you know,
1: but they but then the cops would have to have, say, badge cameras so they were record. I've just confiscated the uh, subject's phone here. Uh, it looks as though I'm looking at... So you're saying
2: at, the evidence is more powerful with this, this method.
1: It is. Um, you know, And if these cops actually did have... Have badge cams where they carried around a camera that was recording their vo- what they were saying and what they were doing at all times mm-hmm. imagine what they would be catching uh, you know we just uh, there was just a video that i saw on the internet where Let's see. They um, nine police pulled over a reporter, and I can't remember. It was so a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Well, that's because they held on to the film. Right. They just released it recently because they were trying to find out what was going to happen with the case, and the cops basically were st- are stonewalling them. So they released the film. But um, th- they were they were following a cop in an unmarked vehicle, and the cop called in. I'm scared. There's people following me. <laughs> and nine police cruisers pulled this lady over, and surprise, surprise, surprise. Not a single one of their dash cams worked.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's right. They were either uh, they were either just turned Inoperable off or, or turned off or broken.
1: How could nine that be? out of nine?
0: It's in blue line, of course. Right.
2: I
1: mean, this is. <laughs> I, I don't know how you can sit there listening to the radio right now and still believe that the police are out there to protect and serve you.
2: Because the, the fellow slaves reinforce that it's it's the idea that you could challenge it until someone says, "Well, what are you thinking? That's just crazy talk to say the police aren't doing good. They're here to protect us,
1: right? That's why they turned off their dash, dash cams when dealing with a hundred and fifteen pound
0: news reporter and her cameraman, mm-hmm. who had done nothing—nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they were driving down the road following a cop. Well, also this also, you know, you, you
2: open this up to so much more now that you have this person's blood." What's to stop them from doing other tests or using the blood for any number of Not things? Not a damn thing. Collecting
0: DNA, for example. Yeah, exactly right. So essentially, if you – now, that, so it's my understanding you're saying that now in, in Tampa Bay – and who knows how where else this is going several, on? There,
2: several counties within uh, Florida.
0: That's Yeah. So you're talking about – Tampa's got a, well over a million people living there. You're talking about millions of people that are going to be subject to these uh, these DOI checkpoints that can show up any time. The only, the only way you know about them in advance is if you happen to read uh, the newspaper article in which they are forced to publish the information because the cops do have to public, frequently have to publish these in advance. You'd have to be very well connected and, and aware of these things. Sometimes the bars will pass around the info the night of or the night before something like that. So you'd have to become in the loop uh, in order to avoid this... Otherwise, you're going to run up against it, and they've got guys that are down the street looking for people that turn around, looking for people that turn down side streets to try to avoid them. They pull them over. I've Um, managed to do it before. Oh, I'm sure it's possible to do, but it it, it's something you it's not always a guarantee. I was on my way
1: home. I was in a real hurry. Um, I was on Highway 41. It's six lanes of traffic plus a turn lane in the middle with no median, Mm -hmm. and I just whipped a Uwe right in the middle of uh, the road at uh, you know 10 11 o'clock. And I think it was on the way home from. How many blocks away from the uh, checkpoint? There really weren't any blocks. This is uh, you know uh, US 41, but I would say that I was probably you know an eighth of a mile or something. Mm -hmm. I saw it down the road. I just whipped around,
0: turned around, went up uh, another road, and got home. So you go up again into this checkpoint. You get caught up in it. You refuse to take the breathalyzer, and, and poke, they will poke. then draw
2: your blood. That's right. They will take a sample of your your person that you own, and they will they claim it for their own. For right. Their own so uses.
0: you don't have a right to privacy essentially because no, uh, no, of course if, not. If you had a right to privacy, you'd be able to keep your breath private. You know the the whatever percentage of alcohol is uh, is on your breath, you'd be able to keep that private and uh, you'd right, be able to keep pulling, your blood in your veins. They're not
1: pulling anybody over for driving recklessly at this point. And not, they're not pulling anybody over for endangering everyone. anyone.
0: Everyone has right. to give up their privacy if they're on the road is what they're saying. It's it's just an incredible violation of uh, of human rights. They're there to save lives though, Ian. It's to save lives. Right. Well, as long as one person is saved, then it doesn't. Then it's right. You we should be able stop to do whatever. On all the rights of everybody. You save a lot of people by putting us all
1: in padded cells.
0: One 9231 That's the sacl C A I toll free line. Do you think it's okay for the government to just interf- you know interfere with your body if they suspect you? If it, and of course they're, they're suspecting everybody. They're just saying one hundred percent of the people. You're under sus- uh, suspect. You're of being to... drunk. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. toll free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and we give you the features there on the site totally free. So enjoy those. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can be- uh, become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as three bucks a month with any major credit card as well as PayPal. Some alternative op- uh, options are there too. You get, per- uh, you get perks like the access to the amp only, call-in lines, podcast forum, and more. Get the details. Get signed up over at amp.freetalklive.com. We'll use that money to reinvest in the show and uh, spread the word about freedom. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Intern for Liberty. Make a difference. Get
1: experience and get paid. The Institute for Humane Studies is seeking undergraduate, graduate, and recent graduates for its summer internship programs. They have internships in all types of journalism and public policy. The internship includes a generous Generous stipend uh, housing assistance, career workshops, and training throughout the summer visit inter- LibertarianInternships.com. libertarian dot com it 's libertarian dot com for more information and sign up to receive updates and reminders libertarian dot com
0: so we 're talking about the uh, situation down in Tampa, which may be similar to something happening near you it 's hard to say where this kind of uh, tyranny is is striking because it's not always. The news doesn't always come across our desks uh, when this stuff happens. It just all depends. The the, uh, the article noted that it, they would be well advertised.
2: I assume that includes the paper that you talked about posting and um, the signage before and Yeah, typically there's after. one of those electronic
0: signs that gives you a heads up that it's coming. But usually by the time you see one of those, it's too late to turn around. Right, exactly. Uh, because they're monitoring and they want to see if somebody swings a, a Yui and, and go after them. So they're going to be pulling people Which over is, It's kind of funny because you know
1: what that says is that we're interested in the uninformed drunks because if you look in the newspaper they 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 put where these things are going to be, sure, so if you're going to be out drinking and you read the newspaper then you're you're informed and right. you're not going to go that way but if you're uh you know you're you' just come along it. I mean, you know, what, what well, kind of is the people, does that make?
0: Well, it makes sense because they don't want to go up against people that know what they're doing, right? They don't want to go up against – they don't want to bring charges against the guy in the Lexus. And that's that's one of the things that they're going to do here is they are going to still wave people through, right? There are going to be certain folks that are going to have privilege and certain ones that aren't. They're far more likely to – It's possible. To give a breathalyzer to the people that are the, the easy victims, the people that don't right. know their rights. Ensnared. Yeah, and the people that are not looking like they would fight it, the people that look like they don't have a lawyer. Uh so you roll through that uh, that checkpoint in a snazzy car and looking all business like and uh that you know they may not ask you to 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 do the breathalyzer. They're, "Oh, hey, good evening, sir. Have a nice one." Uh and then the guy comes in the old beat-up uh car with right. long hair and uh yeah, he's going to get breathalyzed.
2: Definitely, cuz he's going to have to get the public defender and the public
0: defender doesn't really know
2: what he's doing. He just wants to plea bargain that's because right.
0: that's all they really good for so uh so yeah you've got that factor and uh, and so i don't think they they want the informed people mark i mean they they want to keep the people that are clued in away from from there they, they don't they don't mind if if you know what you're doing uh because they don't want to go after you they want those plea bargains they want to fill their coffers yes. they want to get the convictions and uh you, you're a hard target they don't really they're not that interested in you so keep all the hard targets away now what can you do about this because we we pointed out that this is bad. It's invasive. They're taking people's blood from them. That's really twisted and scary. I used to have one of my uh, former my former girlfriend had she she had these I don't know what if there's a medical term for it but her veins were very difficult to tap. Um, this happens for a lot of women, actually. Yeah. So it was incredibly stressful for her. She would go into, like, she had to get some sort of blood drawn for whatever it was, some medical thing. Something medical. And she went into a one of those places that does this. It wasn't just a hospital. It was one of those special blood-drawing, drug-testing place things where these people do this all day long. They tap people's veins all day. That's what their job is. They're professional phlebotomists. These guys had trouble finding her vein. They... We're stabbing her multiple times with a needle, and it... That really wears on somebody. It really it gets to uh, it can wear on somebody. Yes. It can be and, very and frustrating, a lot of bruising
2: and marks too.
0: Exactly yeah.
1: right. Now imagine a, a you know police officer who doesn't do it for a living, who's taken the four hour course on right. uh, on taking blood. Yeah, right at night at a checkpoint. Um, you know while cars are zipping by, not
0: exactly the most sterile of locations. You know, but so, let's let's presume they bring him into a clean room, let, like they've got a little trailer there, and that you know they've got a setup like a medical room. All you have right, to, to do is watch us. Uh,
1: cops and, and to realize that these guys just don't have the kind of patience to uh, you know, deal with somebody who's hard, whose veins hard to hit. And, yep. you know, how's that going to go?
2: I don't know. Well, it, actually, Mark, it kind of sounds like they're doing more of a, a city thing where they're going to have a judge there. So I imagine it's possible that they'll have someone from the fire department to draw the blood and just to compartmentalize all of the parts that's, of this, this process. I
1: think that's a better idea. But then what? I mean, you know, if you're dealing with somebody who's hard to hit, how many times, you, how, you know, this, this, <laughs> is it their right to do this, to hit you, you know, six, eight times in the Ten arm times. trying yeah. to get blood? I mean, do I really need this? Can they kick me in the crotch, too, on the way out? Mm. Here Mm. you go. Have a nice day.
2: Here's a cookie. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) Yeah, and how much further can it go? So what do you do about it right now? Well... Well, people can hold signs further down the line and warn drivers. You That's pretty do, easy. You can do that one. That's going to really upset the cops. And, and, uh, is, and a camera. Right. Whatever you're going to do about this, if it's bringing activists out to the checkpoint to hold signs, bring multiple video cameras. Bring your your cell phone, your smartphone with a quick .com uh, access to where you can you can video what 's happening is going to broadcast to the internet so they can 't steal your videos. have
1: a backup cam too. Uh, something that's one Some of the like titious ones you can get them at freedomcamnet they 've got pens they 've got packs of Do gum. They there i didn't know I didn 't know that yep oh
0: that's great yeah freedomcamnet of course that's also uh, I, I mentioned then last night I just installed the freedom cam the dash the dash cam uh, which which actually records the inside the interior of your car it also records the the front view of your car so if you're actually going through one of these checkpoints this thing is going to record the entire uh the entire occasion so that's a good thing to have in addition to your cell phone in addition to a hidden camera obviously the the obvious
2: one is to have a designated driver if you're going to be out drinking and you plan on becoming intoxicated sure but other than that but I that think,
0: doesn't stop the tyranny right no, like no that no, of just course. keeps you out but of
2: the if people if people come through that checkpoint and take an extremely large amount of time and everything's very tedious but the driver is clearly you're not going to be convicted of, any, of anything you can tie up that checkpoint and and perhaps you know save one
0: or two uh easy targets down the road who knows? Maybe so, uh, and and what would happen if you kept going through the checkpoint? Like what? Exactly right. What if you like to just went through and then kept going through and like turned around and come came through again? Uh, how long would it be before they just decided to arrest you for like a, a, official obstruction or something? Yeah, I I think that they probably
2: would do something. Just well, like that. I think if you put a delivery uh, one of those delivery <laughs> lights
0: on your car and you
2: say I'm just delivering pizza, doing my job, but like then you're, you're
1: really are. not doing the Then po- then there's no point in going through multiple times,
0: right? Well, no, I mean that's just, that's it's, just it's a foil. Yeah, <laughs> it's a foil just to just to you know load them up. Uh, but yeah, what other things could activists do besides go out, hold signs, let people know down the road before the police signage well, okay. to give them the heads up? What other things could, you be, could be done? Maybe call local radio stations. Well, call the bar or the bar that you came from or
2: the mm-hmm. location if you have friends back there. That's let them one. know and pass the word around. I think just letting people know and and, and just making it something that the community knows about, whatever your community is, whatever the close people around you that would be affected by this, you know, let these people know. Don't, don't just, if you have important information about some tyranny, then say something
0: at at the very least. What I wonder what happens. And maybe it says in the article, uh, JJ, but I wonder what happens if you refuse the blood, uh, the blood drawing, do they then strap it's you down a, to, yeah, to the to. table? And it's then mandatory. Then, to, then force it, uh, force it from you.
2: That's, I imagine that's what they would do under the, the term mandatory. I'm just curious. Yes.
0: Like, would they also then charge you with a crime, refusing to uh, allow blood to be drawn? Oh, you're obstructing or? the officers from doing their job. The right, obstruction of They've uh, just been business. given an order
1: by a judge. Hmm. He's an important guy. He's
0: sitting right here. He's wearing a dress. I mean, he must be important. <laughs> so it's really it's fashionable in his black mumo.: So video cameras, signs in advance, calling friends, calling the bar, giving people a heads up, giving them an alert. That's hmm. all great. Yet. How can you stop these things? Do you have an idea? I don't know. You keep asking. I'm, yeah, asking, I'm how, how you asking. could stop it? No, I'd, I mean, it would have to be some sort of political thing, right? Well, it would have to be challenged to the courts, yeah. That's,
2: other than changing the actual laws. But is this, is this a law that was changed so that these, these came about, or is this some new— or Are they just doing is it? Is this the Transportation admi- Administration doing their own
0: thing? Another good question. Nonetheless, beware, because this, you can better believe this isn't just going to be happening in Tampa Bay. It could very well happen where you live. Yeah, it's something they're going to you know, trot out. And then how long is it going to be before they just start uh, sitting in parking lots at bars and uh, and, and, and harassing people? We've, we've heard stories of them actually arresting people in bars before they've gotten in their car. They were doing that in Texas. Wow. I didn't hear about <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy there. It's madness. one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Of course, I uh, should remind you, Free Talk Live will be live on New Year's Eve. That's tomorrow night. And uh, you have to confirm New Year's Day. I need to do that here. Talk to the board. I'll see if we can get somebody in. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Some uh, obje- objections, good objections, thoughtful objections uh, to the ideas of liberty. We'll share some of those with you coming up here in a bit. Take your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. Hour 2 is next.
1: A very wealthy U.S. citizen is predicting that, in 2011, we'll witness the most important day in America in more than 50 years. He says it will change everything about our lives. The way you shop, travel, invest, educate your children, and even how you take care of your health and your family. Now, this man has made some outrageous predictions over the years, but he's usually right. He predicted the collapse of GM, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and America's biggest mall owner. And recently, he created a video which you can watch online for free. Detailing his biggest and most important prediction yet, I can't stress this enough. You should at least watch this free video online today. He explains everything you need to know, including simple steps you can take to protect yourself. You can find the video at endofamerica19.com. Although this video may be offensive to some audiences, it's worth checking out. Again, it's endofamerica19.com. That's the numeral nineteen. That's end of America. The numeral nineteen.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll free and take control of the airwaves 1 800. Two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Actually, you can create the content of the website. uh, The stuff you see on the front page created by listeners like you. So if it weren't for listeners doing that, we'd have nothing and that would be awful. So thank you for everybody that does. In fact, as you're surfing around the web, if you see something you want to share, you just submit it as show prep to our website. It's a very simple process. And then it shows up on the site. Others vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. uh, suggestion, And the most liked, make it to the front page of the site at freetalklive.com. As we go to your phone calls and the fun, Bob is listening in Kentucky. Bob, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark and JJ, who will be rejoining us shortly. Good evening. Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
6: Uh, I was listening to a guy earlier, and I just caught the last um, part of it, and um, he was talking about uh, the protocols and races and going to be fighting and all that.
1: Yeah, that's Scott the Bigot called in, uh, said something to the effect that, uh, you know, the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, which I, I guess is some kind of hoax book that's uh, been created out there.
0: that's uh, just a racist tract of some sort. Yeah, something like that.
6: Yeah. What do you think
0: about all I that? Think, I think it's a bunch of uh, poppycock that is uh, you know, thought of in the minds of a, a race-hating uh, bigot like Scott the uh, Scott. I mean, he sits around and he thinks about these things all day long. I mean, he sees and sees hatred toward people that are different from him, people that uh, look different, uh, people that have more melanin in their skin, people that uh, have a different religious belief set. He hates them all. And so when you are filled with hate, then typically violence is something that uh, comes to mind on a fairly regular basis and and well if you believe what Scott believes and I think that there's some validity to uh, only a few of the things that he says that is that you know that things could get worse the economy could get worse etc so if you believe that things are going into kind of a um, a, a different more uh, dangerous perhaps uh, economic times that uh, that somebody who is of that hate mindset will inevitably look toward violence as uh, something that will come out of all of that.
6: That's a pretty serious charge. What do you mean by that? Well, I think you've used hate probably eight times
0: and just that last thing you just said He has there. a lot of hate. Have you have you ever tell, heard his calls? Yeah, he'll, he'll tell you that. Say that again? I said he has a lot of hate. Have you ever heard his calls before? He would admit that to you.
6: I've never heard him before. I Just okay. like I say, I caught the last part of it. It yeah, sounds uh, quite... serious.
0: Yeah, so you so yeah, so you don't understand who this guy is. I mean, this guy hates people who are different from him. And so, does that make sense to where why he would think that because everybody's out to get him uh and that he hates all those people that uh, he, that he would think down the line about violence?
6: I was kind of agreeing with him.
0: Oh yeah, so you you don't like people too because of where they were born and the color of their skin?
6: You said I don't like people. Well, what do you
0: agree with then? A I
6: agree. There's going to be uh, black-white conflict,
0: and why, it'll be why led would that by be? Jews. What, what, what? Black-white conflict and what?
6: And and, and this conflict, uh, it'll be white versus all the non-whites,
0: uh-huh. and it'll be led by Jews. Now, what makes you believe that? I mean, what uh, what uh, evidence? What, yeah, what evidence do you have? What thoughts are going through your mind?
6: Uh, communism
0: that's That's not an answer to the to the question
6: well, that's what's going through my mind. That's why I came off with agreeing with what he's saying because uh
0: what is that? What does communism have to do with uh there being a race war
6: Well, the Jews they tried to set the races
0: against each other to I've known a lot of uh Jews and they've been very never nice heard, folks. never heard of that my uh,
1: one of my best friends, the godfather of my child is a jew, and he he hasn't tried to set uh any races against each other when I've been listening.
0: Well,
6: that's one man. I mean, he's oh, not... Oh, but in-
0: you said Jews. You said the Jews do this, and that's a statement including all Jews, is it not? Not necessarily, no. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe you should qualify what you're going to which say. Which Jews are you referring to? To who? To which Jews do you refer?
6: Well, I refer to Lenin, for one. Uh, Lenin's Kaganowicz. dead.
1: <laughs> Lenin's not turning anyone against anyone, except maybe some earthworms someplace.
6: Right, but Kordokovsky... He just went on trial, and it seems that Merkel and our President Obama, he seems to know all about that. And they got a whole problem with this whole uh, uh, sentencing, this further sentencing of Kordakovsky. I don't even know who you're
0: talking about. Yeah, is he an American?
6: No, he's a Jew.
1: So, well, okay, <laughs> well, um, you could be an American and a Jew, um, so that may not be a, an answer to the question, but... In Russia. Okay, so why why is the, the trial of Kordakovsky in Russia going to have anything to do with uh, setting off violence here in the United States?
6: I, I don't know, but it seems like every major head of state everywhere in the world knows all about it, and they don't seem to be too happy with it,
2: about and what? I don't
6: know why that is.
2: Isn't he the uh, the opponent to Putin? Uh
6: uh he yes, he has yeah, he's trying to look like throw a monkey wrench or i was being the most old that he He was looked, the
2: richest Russian at at one point, wasn't he? Uh what? The richest Russian uh person.
6: He's one of the oligarchs, yeah.
2: So but he doesn't he doesn't sit with Putin's party and Putin's in charge,
0: so I think it's pretty cut and dry.
6: Oh, I don't know anything about it, and it doesn't really matter to me because I'm well, not. Well, if you don't know that.
0: anything about it, why did you cite it as one of the reasons why there's going to be a race war?
6: Well, because you asked me about what I was thinking and why I brought this all up. Well, so, so, so here's, out, here's here's, here's what I have.
1: Here's the problem that I have with the race war concept. Is um, like I said, my you know Godfather, my child's Jewish. The my best friend's black. Most people in America that are white have some kind of relationship with close relationship with people of different ethnicities, people of uh, different uh, uh, you know I, you know unless religions. they're got the
0: bigot uh, and people right. that are really bigoted. Those are afraid are to create those relationships. Those people are rare, though. So, I would what, hope you're so. Asking,
1: what you're asking, what the what the ask. Uh, you know if i'm in the white army because i you know somebody identifies me as being a caucasian um you know what they're going to ask me to do is shoot two of my best friends in the world right
6: uh i don't know what people are to ask you
1: If there's a race war and I'm on the white side and I I, I mean, these are the givens that you've given me um, that, uh, you know, I'm on the white side and all the other races. And I'm not sure exactly, you know, why the Eskimos want to side up with the blacks and uh, exactly why the Chinese people want to side up with the blacks against the whites. I mean, I don't I don't really understand this. You've got to paint a picture for me
6: because the media propaganda plays it that way.
0: What are you talking about? I've never heard. I don't know what this I media propaganda is you're talking about. I yeah. think media pro- propaganda
2: has more to do with nations than races.
0: Right. I see on, uh, in the media, I see different races on television shows and things like that, uh, interacting right. with one another on a regular basis uh, as human beings. So that seems to be the message about race that's pretty prevalent in the media. It's only when we open the phones up and we get racist people calling in on an open phones talk show that we hear any kind of racism uh, in the media. It's coming from people like you. Oh, okay. I'm a racist now, uh, yeah, and you're a racist uh, it what you're not a racist, but you're predicting a race war, and uh you're relatively excited about it
6: i I never said I was excited, you did,
0: okay, so but,
6: so yes, but I do agree that there is gonna be a race war, so some, are you
0: gonna fight in that race war? I hope not, I hope there's not gonna be one, but I believe there is, yeah, because you believe that racism do, is so I, prevalent.
6: I, I believe it'll be precipitated by this economic collapse. That's and do you believe that racism is so prevalent? Name?
0: Let me make sure. That, so um, let me make sure I'm clear on this. You're saying you're not a racist, but you believe that racism is so prevalent throughout. I wasn't the, a
6: racist.
0: I'm sorry. You did. That's right. I'm, I'm going ahead and taking your word for it. No, you're, no. He said
1: he did what didn't say that he was or wasn't a racist. Are
0: you a racist, sir? Well, let's,
6: we need to define
0: racist. Okay, that's pretty much the answer to the question. But go ahead and define racist.
6: Okay, I can see the difference between black and white people.
0: Okay, me too. So you can identify that people have more melanin in their skin, Mm -hmm. all right?
6: Right, right.
0: Is that your answer to what a a racist is?
1: Actually, let me me ask a question. As I said, my best friend in the world, um, the whole world, is black. But he's about the same um, skin color as I am, and many people would identify me as being white. He has freckles. He has very tight, curly red hair. What race is he? I have no idea. Well, okay. you said you could identify. I mean, he's got a broad nose like a black man, but yeah, you know, he's got a lot of white in him.
0: I still want to know what a, what your definition of a racist is. I'd like to hang on if you don't if you don't mind. Hang on the line. We'll bring uh, we'll bring him back here. Bring uh, Bob back if he can stick with us here in a moment. And maybe you got a question for Bob uh, if he's still with us. You can dial in at 800-259-9231. It's retalk Live.
3: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero-calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle-purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated, so send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com yourfamilytoday.
0: Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line joining you tonight. It's Ian, JJ, and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got news updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about FreeTalk Live. You'll know it first if you are on the news lists. There are different ways for you to receive that information. You can get it via email. That's the best way to do it. There's also Twitter and Facebook if you prefer those options. They are there. All of them are are accessible through news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for free. That's news.freetalklive.com. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda
1: with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Patron of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a conference on the water. It's, it's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. There'll be speeches and debates and that kind of thing. But the boat also has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. They, uh, you know, they have child care. They'll, they'll uh, you know, completely take care of your kids for you. Um, and they'll be able to spend time with you as much as you want. The, boat, uh, the, the ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011, but you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. You do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com.
0: All right, so we unfortunately have uncovered yet another uh, caller tonight who is focusing on this paranoid uh, belief that there is this race war coming, which suggests to me, like right out the gate, that suggests to me that this guy is a racist. So he, did, he kind of didn't want to answer that, or I had asked the question, and I want to kind of nail it down and really get an answer, because uh, if you, are you still there, Bob? Bob. All right. Bob is with us in Kentucky. So you predict this race war, and I think that that is kind of something that somebody who only a racist can really come up with, because to a racist, that's what the world is about. Uh, they focus on these things constantly. We've had Scott the Bigot on a number of times, so I think we've you know effectively dug into uh, to his mindset, and he's constantly blaming things and the, the world's problems on on people he doesn't like. And it's not all racism. It's also just bigotry as well, because he also doesn't like gay people, and, uh, and he doesn't like people that aren't Christians, and uh, etc. cetera, and so on so uh so but just to focus on racism since i'd asked you that question i said are you a racist and you said well you wanted to define what racist was you gave us a quick answer to that question but we didn't really get in i wanted to dig in further so can you please define racist then as to whether or not you are one
6: uh racist i don't even think that's really even a word
0: okay now we know we're dealing with somebody who isn't living in reality well i mean people use that
6: well i've been told that i'm not living in reality and i'm an unfortunate caller and i'm a bigot
0: you're sounding bigoted to me and you haven't given me any reason to believe otherwise so why don't you explain to me why racism isn't a word i've got it right here in front of me in the dictionary sure looks like a word well what does it say it is i'm asking you 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 don't honestly know i'd be happy to tell you but you don't know what a racist is
6: it's been defined several different ways, but well, this is how I would define. it. All right, please. A racist is. Uh,
0: I really don't know. I would say well, that's an honest. That's an I, honest thing to say. I, it's all right to not know something. Allow me to inform you. Okay. Here's, here's definition number one from dictionary.com. It is a belief, a racism is a belief or doctrine that inherent differences among the various human races determine cultural or individual achievement, usually involving the idea that one's own race is superior and has a right to rule others. So it typically involves... I don't
6: know about the right to rule others thing, but yes, mm-hmm. I'm agreeing
0: with that, yeah. You believe that one race is superior over another? Yes. Okay, you are a racist then. Okay. Thanks for the call tonight. I don't have any more questions for you. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. In case anybody was doubting, (laughs) that guy is a racist.
1: Well, now, I I guess this this always brings me to the uh, jumping for the basketball hoop question. I mean, it would seem to me... That you would, you know, if you look at professional basketball, that most of the guys that are playing professional basketball are black. And, you know, there's the movie White Guys Can't Jump. Now, obviously, Karch Karai, the uh, uh, the, the professional volleyball player, apparently had the same vertical as, uh, as Michael Jordan. Obviously... was Karch Karai? What I, what did I say? Professional volleyball player? Okay. okay. Um, Is he a black guy? No, he's a white guy. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And, and, you know, but... I mean, there you might be talking about an inherent difference in the races, right? The ability I don't to jump know, higher.
0: Uh, is there any you're kind of evidence willing to go to out that, that, that? No, I'm not. There's
1: not any evidence. I think I just uh, unloaded a bunch of you. The National Basketball Association is the uh, is the empirical data that I'm using.
2: Well, that, that's more than just jumping. I think that's also throwing and, and passing and. I'm just talking as a about team. the jumping. Oh. Well, I can't make a definition
0: based on just jumping with the NBA as the right are you going to say that the the yeah i mean the men have different heights men have different weights uh they have different bone structures uh, okay, there muscle, is muscle. What mass. I will give Mark is there is the market response is that they want the
2: best players that they can find because this is professional. We're making money. We're well, selling that
1: seats. Really could be cultural. That part could be cultural. It could be that uh, that white people are um, tend to be in a higher uh, income bracket, so therefore their kids are less likely less likely to get out. Their parents are more worried they're going to be abducted, so they're not playing as many outdoor sports. Black people, are, uh, you know, they're uh, from a cultural standpoint, their kids are more allowed outside, not as high of an income bracket, or something like. Like that that really could be cultural. What I'm talking about is hard, hold, cold, hard evidence as far as vertical jump in inches. And I think that if you went and did that, that you would find that black people can probably jump higher than white people. That's okay, just but a guess. you have
0: nothing to base that on. You're All right, totally here we speculating, go. and uh, and I, we, what you'd I'm have to totally what you'd have to study, what you'd have to study there, Mark, would be people who are black and white who have the exact same uh, makeup as, uh, as far athletic as athletic ability. Yeah, their athletic ability, their, their height, their weight, their you know their their body mass, their fat uh, to their I muscle.
2: What you're, what you're essentially saying is that the athletic ability. Of one race is, is greater than the other race. Well, for whatever reason.
0: Well, the suggestion there would okay. Now, if we're going to say that blacks have more of a proclivity to do certain things because of culture, that's one thing. But to put a black guy next to a white guy next to a Hispanic guy who all have the exact same build, the exact same muscle to uh, to would it be, would it be to racist? fat ratio, it, wait, and say wait, wait, that sh- to say that well, the black guy's going to be able to jump higher because he has more melanin in his skin.
1: No, it's not about melanin, dude. It's about uh, you know racial differences. Um, uh, is it? Would it be racist to say that Mexicans tend to be shorter than white guys? I don't know.
0: I, I don't
2: know. I, think, that, I mean, you could probably I, There prove is that cold, hard facts. I mean, you, okay, so you maybe. You could take a survey of heights
0: and say that, yes, statistically. Is that a racist
1: thing to say? No, Ian?
0: no. It's, it's only racist when you're saying someone is superior over another one because of their race. I, well, you, I don't think that's that, 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 okay. if you're saying this, that, that black like... people are more likely to be built and uh, and athletic than white people are. That's not to suggest that they are superior to white people. What uh, would be suggest what, what you're suggesting here is that uh, black people in general are better at certain things than white people, uh, and maybe that's true. But that's not to suggest that it's because they're black. It's not to suggest that uh, that they are better at these things because they're black. I, am I making sense there? I I feel like I, I'm, feel I know like what I'm you're saying. I,
2: I think what Mark hit on is just the cultural thing that he had mentioned that perhaps if there uh, a certain person is more inclined to play sports because they can't sit at home and play video games mm-hmm. uh you know due to their income and socioeconomics blah 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 yeah, I could see you making a point there that 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 person would probably be more athletic in the long run than someone who had the option of playing video games all day or sitting on their computer. Um so from the culture standpoint I think you have a point Mark but I can't I'm say talking it based about on the race straight races nah. I think
1: I, that's that's all I'm I'm saying. I mean, I may or may not be right, but I'm certainly right that Mexicans tend, you know, people of uh, you know Central American descent
0: tend to be shorter than white people, and that's not a racist statement. No, it's not a racist statement. More coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We'll give you the features on the site there totally free. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. Don't forget, you can join us online at freetalklive.com, where we've got archives, including years worth you look at the top of the website you can see the last week's worth of uh, shows but then if you click into the archive section that'll take you back to late 2006 and you can download as much as you want all of it is free at freetalklive.com thanks to hostgator hostgator is a worldwide leader
1: for web hosting they make it easy for you to get your own com domain name they have unlimited disk space unlimited bandwidth free site builder tools 4,500 website templates from you, which to choose to build your own website, whether you want a complete e-commerce business website or just a personal blog. Let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. Use that portal that we've created for you, HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. You'll get
0: your first month completely free. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. All right. So uh, we're going to continue here. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. We've been talking and uh, we had a couple of calls so far tonight that have been focusing on uh, basically bigotry. And so we continue with your thoughts. Uh, although, guys, did you want to add something in here before we Yeah, go, actually, go to the I just wanted to say that
1: I find this, this race war completely illogical. OK, right. That's where we started this on. This wasn't a, we didn't start as a conversation about race. It started as a conversation about an impending race war
2: yeah. that's got the according bigot- to
0: two racists that have called the show. tonight. Right. If right. the
1: financial collapse
2: happens, the people will be banded together by the people they know and the communities that they're involved with, yeah. which will include all different colors and all different people, because that's just how things are. The, the poor people will be together with the poor people because they that's can really live. That's that's the community they're a part of. And and that's I mean it's sad to say but then you'll have the suburbs and and you'll have a lot less traveling if if gas becomes expensive or if uh, the uh, the cost to maintain your car becomes unreasonable mm-hmm. and so you'll have a lot of people that you rely on that aren't going to be the same color of skin you are unless you're in some of the more uh, segregated areas of the country so I think it's just highly illogical for anyone to suggest that there's a race
0: war coming. And yeah, it's I, just based, based out of paranoia. It's it's something that comes up for someone who is a racist based on their internal. Well, they're thinking about race, right? They're constantly focused on that, and they're they're paranoid as well. They believe their the other races are out to get them, and so some someday the hat's going to drop, and we're going to go at it. You know that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I, I, I just I can't stress that enough, though. And I challenge these 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 race war uh, proponents to to provide some logical reason why this would happen why all of a sudden the uh, your friend who the black friend you got a ride from yesterday you're, you're not going to work with him today because he's black and the race war is on and and all the good that you've you've done with this person in this relationship you've built up it's no longer matters
0: because well it's a race war and i'm sorry you just yeah. didn't make the cut yeah. there's just no logic there it just, it just doesn't make any sense the other thing uh, to i think to point out is the idea of uh, is, uh races uh c- comparing the races i mean mark you were talking about earlier well is it maybe it's true that black People can jump higher than white people, and that that's not it's not a statement that it, that you can just make because how black are we talking about? Are we talking about people that are you know 100 Afri- percent you know of African descent, the blackest of black? Are we talking about uh, the people that are are 25 percent uh, African black? Are we talking about the brown folks? I mean, at what point do you draw the line and say this person is black? And then of course you're also bringing in the different body types that we're talking about here because even within a race, you made the statement about uh, maybe Hispanics being Shorter uh, than Caucasians in general, uh, but the, again, you, if you're going to compare something like jumping, you need to compare somebody who is of of a similar uh, body type to see if somebody really is better than uh, than another person, and you look confused well i
1: i think that it's clear and obvious that there are differences physically in the races and i don't think that and i think that i think you're petrified about talking about things like this that's why I, we've been spending the whole hour talking I, about i it. i think that you 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 work your way around these things like they're landmines for god's sake i mean yes blacks are more likely to have more melanin in their skin am i a bigot no i mean we're just talking about the differences of, from a physical standpoint it's when you start uh, prescribing sort of psychological, emotional, and intellectual things to the races that you, you're just gonna, it's gonna fall apart because you can't make these statements. But you can make statements like Hispanics or people of, uh, you know, Central American descent are shorter than white people. It's not racist
0: one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 that's the SACL-CAI toll-free line.
2: One thing I'd like to, to uh, talk about just for a second, that you had mentioned the athletic ability. And over the years, we've watched uh, baseball, you know, back in the Babe Ruth years, and, and they talked about how good they were at hitting the ball or fast at running. And we see this this incremental growth in the ability of people in general to perform at sports. And sure, sports medicine has gotten great. Yeah. Training has gotten great. Mm-hmm. But we've, we've also seen a lot of intermingling of different um, nationalities, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not instead of just being purebred uh, Germans uh, playing football, or just you know Italians or whatever Caucasian country they came from. Now there's a lot more people that have. Intermingled with other species that they wouldn't have, not species, but you know what I'm Races, saying. Yeah. Races that they wouldn't normally have had they stuck to their cloistered environment.
1: Well, I think that's causation versus coi- um, correlation. I, I think that, you know, that has happened, as you've said. I, I don't think that we can uh, assign much to it. No, and but of course th- there's Jim Thorpe. Nobody from the American Indians has ever, st- um, you know, uh, subgroup has ever been ath- as athletic as this guy. I mean, he was, uh, the, he's one of the most incredible athletes of the 20th century. And, you know, there's just Sort of nothing like him, so you get this anomaly. If you're if you're going to be looking at this from a racial standpoint, well, I can't discount that as
2: one of the the items that have increased the athletic ability. Who's to say that that the uh, the intermingling of different races isn't a, isn't a good a bad thing
0: or a good thing? It's it's oh, I think certain, it's a good
1: thing. I I wish they go away because people spend far too much time talking about them. I agree with that. I, I
0: think it's incredibly good that people are intermingling. Yes, I I, I personally find that view as well. Yeah, I Which think is, that it, you know, the, the way people make such a big deal
1: about race is, uh, you know, it's it's really quite. But silly. that's
0: why I'm 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 kind of going at you on this one, Mark. I'm not afraid to address this issue. I'm not sure what makes you think that. Like I said, we've been talking about it for a, a good portion of the show here tonight. Uh, my point is, how do you identify race? You're making these these general statements. Race is generally but self-identified, but, but because of intermingling, you can't really do that too well, can you?
1: Well, uh, you, you, you're right. The ends the the lines are blurred somewhat. But is your still- best friend black? I, you know, he he got Ebony magazine. He's mm-hmm. he subscribed to it. He would call he has himself freckles. black. Yeah, mm-hmm. he I has mean
0: freckles and he's not like he's not dark African black. So he calls himself black. But is he 50 percent or is he what's what's his mix? Do you know? Is I don't like, know.
1: I would 60%. you know if, if you're going to assign the ability to jump higher, I'd say that, uh, you know, to some extent it's been mitigated.
0: I'm not sure what uh, the point if the, if
1: black people can jump higher, and I have not been able to find, Google anything to 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 get any proof yeah. on that, so I'm not willing to uh, to, to make that statement. Although I kind of believe it, um, then if because he has a great deal of uh, of Caucasian mm-hmm. you know blood mixed in him or whatever, and if if black people can jump higher, then maybe his uh, ability to jump has been somewhat mitigated. I can tell you, I played basketball against him and lost miserably.
0: Well, so, maybe you're just bad at basketball. That Mark. much is true. <laughs> so, that has nothing to do with my race. It's all about practice. My point is, if you're going to make these silly comparisons and these silly generalizations about who can do what better if they happen to be a certain skin color... You really can't do that unless you have taken a close look at exactly what the racial makeup of, uh, of an individual is. You certainly can't just eyeball somebody and know, oh, well, that guy's 100 you know, percent black. You, you have to really go and take a DNA off, test.
1: You haven't stepped off into the area of uh, you know, the difference in heights of, uh, say, uh, people from Central America or people from uh, Japan. A different, you know, th- there's clear and obvious differences there. Are you going to say that people from Central America are generally uh, the same height as white people? I have no idea, Mark. Well, I don't know how productive Take this
2: conversation look. is anyway.
1: <laughs> to well, be I've never been to Central America. Because Ian is petrified. No, I don't think he's petrified. He is. He absolutely is. He's, he's so anti-racist that he refuses to make any statement at all that has to do with race. I mean, it's, it's ludicrous. Have you it been to you Central America? Nuts. I mean, I've I been to been Central there. America. I've no. been close. I mean, New Mexico,
0: Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the last time I crossed international border, they threw my butt in jail. Uh, wow. You think I'm ready to do that again? Yeah. OK, so well, then how can you make a statement about what Central Americans are as far as how high they are, how, how tall they are? I mean, oh, where do Lord. you where do you get this what from? What rock do you live under? Man? Where do you get this from, Mark? It's obvious. People are of different heights from what I've in- encountered. There are short white people and tall white people and tall black people and short black people. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. One And What's it obvious by? You've never been there, so how can you make a statement? I about don't it? need to. I can it's look free at science Talk live. Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up what you want by dialing in toll free at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the Seals CAI toll free line one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. and if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us at amazon You enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live uh, gets a portion of the purchase price so get whatever you need to get they've got dozens of categories and uh, they've also got used items too so you can order and save a few extra bucks plus if you're ordering brand new you can save on shipping in a lot of cases you'll get free super saver shipping get the details on that over at amazon.freetalklive.com but you can't buy gold and silver
1: you don't no. You don't think they have any medals so. at all? I'll go check that, but uh, I don't think so. Well, we certainly wouldn't advertise them there anyway, because Midas Resources uh, has teamed up with Free Talk Live to offer you some great prices on gold and silver, and they are also the company that puts us on the satellite, uh, the Genesis Communications Network, as uh, the same you know owned by Midas Resources. So you can support Free Talk Live, Genesis Communications Network, and get for yourself some great prices on
0: gold and silver at gold.freetalklive.com. Take it back. You can buy it through Amazon, but uh, definitely go to gold.freetalklive.com because then you're going to benefit Free Talk Live uh, and you probably get a better price.
1: Gold.freetalklive.com.
0: All right, so uh, 800-259-9231. I, I have to agree with uh, JJ. I mean, talking about whether... One group of people is taller than another because of the melanin in their skin is really kind of pointless. So, so you asked
1: me to get you numbers on whether or what, the, what the uh, the races are as far as their oh, heights no. go, and now when I've got. Did I ask them, you for that? And now you don't want to talk about? I didn't it. ask you for that. Okay, we won't.
0: I won't give you the numbers. Then. Yeah, I don't really care. Okay, because uh, it doesn't matter. Let's continue and talk to you Wrong. and see what you think. Ron Wrong. in Missouri, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ron. Ron in Missouri. Hello. Going once.
7: No, no, I'm here. You just huh. It just came on.
0: There you go, Ron. Uh, go ahead. What's on your mind we need tonight?
7: To, okay this last guy you talked to was Mark. Is his name?
0: Mark is in the studio with me.
7: No, okay. Who's the guy that said he Bob? didn't
0: know he was a racist? Bob in Kentucky is a racist, Bob. yes.
7: okay. That was like being at an IHOP, and he's eating pancakes, but he wants you to find what pancake <laughs> is as he's eating them. Okay, we, let's do a psychological profile of this guy. When he watches pra- Saving Private Ryan— and you see the guy that gets the legs blown off and dies. He doesn't associate himself with that guy. He says he's the survivalist. He's the guy that survives the war. And so he has this uh, survivalist apocalyptic fantasy that's running in his head. And, of course, he's, he's really with the army of unwanted toys. And so the only card he can play is he looks at his hand, he sees it's white, and says, hey, I'm with the white army that survives and, and you know beats everybody. That's his psychological profile,
1: yeah, you know I think that that's absolutely it, true. I spent uh, nine years in prison uh, for those that listen to the show they, they would know that uh, you know that, that I talk about it on a pretty regular basis and that was you know in prison people split up along racial lines a great deal and it's like all they've got you know i don't i can't speak for the other races but i can speak for the uh, the guys that i hung out there and you know you're talking about sort of the dregs of society the lowest socioeconomic class most of them are not very well educated the only thing they can really truly identify with but half of them don't know their dads uh, the only thing they can really identify with is their race and so they get really excited about it
7: yeah i mean they were a bunch of dumbasses except you, right?
1: They're right. All, all of them would be.
7: Oh, yeah, all of them but you. Okay. That was just a joke. Uh, <laughs> did you guys ever see uh, Dave Chappelle, the comic, the black guy? Oh, yeah, a big genius. fan. Big fan. He, he, yeah, he was blind. And uh, yeah. he was being a, a, a Ku Klux Klan member,
1: the blind racist, because he. Uh, yeah, the the idea hilarious. of the character is he had grown up <laughs> at a uh, you know a, a special home for kids, but he was blind, yeah. and uh, everybody else there was white, so he got yeah. to, you know was sort of raised and he white.
7: He always wore his, his robe, so no one there knew he was black. Right. And he took his his hat off, and one of the white guys, head exploded. <laughs> yes, <the> yeah. <laughs> that that would outrageous. be that guy. His head would explode because he couldn't take it. Hey, uh, in 1993, I lived in Kansas City, and we had the flood here. And uh, when everybody loses everything, you pretty much band together and help each other. Yeah. Someone like that, uh, I, I guarantee you, he'd be taken care of.
2: Well, let's see, he, let's... he
7: would be told to shut up and leave. He would not be tolerated right, exactly. with that type of attitude. But, I mean, he didn't even know he was a racist. He's... I mean it was just hilarious listening to him. You know, he, you know,
1: people he, ask us why do we let people like that on the air? And you know, it it can be difficult. You know, I don't I don't particularly want to talk about subjects like this. They make me Uncomfortable. It makes me want to get up out of the room and do anything but talk about it. But in fact, it's really important because people don't address these own, their own ideas um, in this way. And this is the only way you're going to ferret out these sort of deep seated thoughts in people's mind is when they hear somebody like that sound silly. Well, yes, think
7: and, and you know, a, a dumb person, the best thing you can do to him is give him a, a podium, a, a microphone, and a, and a spotlight, and say, "There you go, buddy." And I guarantee, you, if this guy was to talk. To a bunch of people in a room, everybody'd leave the room. No one would listen to him.
2: I think one thing to point out is that, that what he looks at is is a terrible, tragic situation, and the first thing that comes to mind for him is hate. And I think yeah, I and, think well, that's,
7: he, he has that apocalyptic survivalist uh, war fantasy. Well, no, you can have you
2: can have that survivalist fantasy and still think something positive, still think hope, or still think love, or still think. Um, um, overcoming but if you're if you're ingrained in your mind and the first thing that happens when something goes bad is you think hate if you think i'm superior so i should be the one that survives this this coming uh winter i think that you're already starting off on a negative foot and it's just going to lead you down a more negative path i I don't see any And it
7: was funny because you guys were talking about your neighbors my neighbor is a a uh, asian woman and she's married to a white guy, and she—they have a wonderful garden. They constantly bring food over. I mean, if something was going to happen, they I'm really not gonna, do hate I'm you. Not, Yeah, I'm not going to attack
1: them.
0: That's she's going to eat your dog. <laughs>
7: yeah, yeah, she's going to eat my dog and serve it up to me. Okay, <laughs> I'll get off the air. That's, hey, great
0: call. Thank, Thank you, you for the thoughts. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Dale listening in Medville, Pennsylvania. Dale, you're on Free Talk Live. I'm free talk live. Oh. Hello. Yeah. Hey, Go ahead. You're on the air.
6: Hey, this is Dale, man. Yeah. Hey, I say, uh, you know, white people are smart, Mexicans eat hot food, black people run fast, but you know what, man? What? We all bleed red.
0: Okay, yep. okay.
6: okay. We all bleed red, brother. That's all I want to right say. Right on, man.
0: man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's, Not a lot of evidence that white
1: people are the smartest around.
0: <laughs> let's talk to Jeremy. I don't think he was saying that. No. Uh, oh. Jeremy is in Alaska. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. <laughs> Jeremy, you need to get a new phone. Yeah, that's terrible.
6: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, guys. I can help it. 18T sucks.
0: Well, it might just be your phone. Uh, that, that may be a possibility. Anyway, go quick with your thoughts.
6: Well, I wanted to talk about uh, everybody's racism up to a point. I mean, let's say that, um, you know, you are a gringo on the
0: border right now. Let's say you're a what on the border? A gringo?
6: Yeah. Okay. Let's say you're a gringo on the border right now, which is the most violent place in America. Yeah. And and the world for that, for as far as that goes, you know, and no one seems to be giving a damn about the millions of Mexicans and Americans that are being killed down there. So,
0: what What do you mean no one's giving a damn? I mean, I care about those people, and I'm not down there.
6: Well, I mean, as far as government goes, I mean, I mean why isn't there most shit down there? I mean...
2: Government doesn't great. care about anyone. <laughs> Why would they care about those people? Right. Most
1: of the violence that's going on and um, with the Mexican drug cartels is against other Mexican people of Mexican descent. You're not finding a lot of uh, of white people caught up in that. It's not some. It's not
0: some race war.
6: All we have to do is. You know, like legal, legalize and regulate drugs to. That's, that's
0: true. I mean, if they cared about people, they would do that, and then the violence would end. Thank you, Jeremy, for the call. I appreciate it. He sounds like he's enjoying himself tonight. 800 259 9231. But yeah, he's right. I mean, if, if the government people actually cared about their fellow man, they would stop using uh, aggressive force against people that have a drug problem. Well, I think he's talking about that he wants them to use more force to stop these. Uh, Mexicans from coming over. No, no, I didn't, I didn't hear him suggest that. Did you, Mark? Not that time, no. I, I okay. don't recall him being one of those kinds of callers uh, in the past. I don't know. I couldn't really understand what he was trying to get at, to be it honest. It was hard to understand him, period. 800-259-9231. <laughs> a problem with uh, both being drunk and having a bad phone. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue here. I think Todd is with us in Georgia. Todd, you're on Free Talk Live. Todd? in georgia hello hey you're on the air
6: oh hey uh great show guys i'm really glad i found you started listening four or five months ago great. on off and on a little bit
0: go ahead with your thoughts um, Todd. I,
6: was, I was wondering what you guys thought about um the idea that there's no real freedom without financial freedom that's sort of the route that i've been trying to take um you know i i'd love to move to uh new hampshire become part of the free state project but
5: i've really prioritized you know getting financially free first
0: it's important Yep. Um, if you think you can do it better where you are, uh, then yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, but money yeah. means freedom in this world. Uh, you know, that's, that, that's a reality. Yeah, don't blame you for that. Uh, so if there's more, you know, you're welcome to talk to us uh, further about that. But otherwise, I agree. Thanks for the, uh, the call. You're welcome to hang out if you want. Uh, hour number three is on the way next year at 800-259-9231. Maybe he wanted to talk about how to become financially free, what his plans were. I'm not sure. Uh, but we're short on time for this hour. So coming up more, uh, your thoughts, 800-259-9231. You take control of the airwaves. Hour three is next. It's Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise
1: to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. Cruise.freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And you can uh, join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You will find out that... The content of the site has been created by listeners like you, and you can join in with that fun and add things to the website, and then others will vote on whether or not they like what you've suggested and the most liked. Make it to the front page and the top of the site, freetalklive.com. Head on over there and get interactive. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ and Mark. All right, so uh, there was the podcast awards recently, which uh, thankfully our listeners voted for, both nominated and voted for Free Talk Live, and we actually uh, ended up winning. And one of the Thank others- you. One of the other shows uh, in the Podcast Awards lineup, not in our category, but in a different category, was Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Yeah. Now, Mark, you're a big fan of the show. I really do like it. I've uh, watched, I've listened to many of the episodes and and really enjoy it. Once upon a time, a long time ago, Dan Carlin was one of the earliest advertisers on this program as well. Yeah,
1: he's advertised since then too, but has he? Yeah, oh, okay.
0: there were some ads, uh, and so yeah, so, we're, so I'm I'm somewhat familiar with the the program, and I've of course got the uh, Google search thing where Google will send me search results for things I'm interested in. So I like to see you know who's talking about Free Talk Live or uh, Free Keen, the things, the websites that I run. What's what's the buzz out there on the internet about these things? And if you set up one of the Google alerts, you can have a Google alert set up for whatever you want, and then Google will email you like I think it's once a day, or at the very least once a day when there are new Things that pop up within the top twenty, excuse me, the top twenty search results on Google is, is I think that's how it works. Because if somebody just posts the words "free talk live" on their blog and nobody's looking at it, it's not going to make it into that top twenty search results, and so therefore it, they won't waste your time by by giving you that information. And I'd so still be interested in what somebody
1: said about free talk live on their blog, but okay.
0: Well, it seems like most of the blogs do end up popping up. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's not the top twenty, and I'm I misinformed on that. But feel free to correct me. Uh, but so this uh so the hardcore history they 've got a, a forum uh for his show, and there 's discussion that goes on there and there was one thread in which they were discussing free talk live mentioning hardcore history on our program and uh, you know I just went there to see what they were talking about and there was a, a you know some good critique of, of free talk live there and some misinformation uh, as well and so I registered for an account and i posted and uh, just to kind of to clear the air to, yeah to clear the air to talk to the critics. And and that's where it started, but then it ended up morphing into a at this point five or six page long discussion about the ideas of voluntarism or voluntarism. Of course, they think I'm an anarchist. Um, I don't much care for that uh, that particular term because it has certain connotations uh, to it, and it has uh, kind of gone into this direction of uh, people who are very very smart. The people that are on this forum, very, very intelligent people uh, talking about their reasons why they believe that aggression is okay and that uh, that it's all right to, uh, you know, democracy makes it okay to uh, to aggress against some of these reasons. I do and I wanted to share them because I was getting overwhelmed by it's pretty much me and like there's like maybe one or two libertarian leaning guys on this uh, at least on this particular thread in the forum I don't know how many in the total Sounds forum Sounds like fun. But for the most part it's me versus maybe four or five uh, people that are in favor of uh, of having the state and just talking about the ideas of uh, non-aggression and peace and it's just begun- it's just gotten too much I I just I I would spend my whole afternoon responding to these uh, these messages. So I figured some of the objections are so so good and and there's objections that people need to hear answered. I figured it would make more sense to address them here on the show rather than to simply write it out and address it for the benefit of the 20 people that might be reading that thread or two – I don't know, 200 people. I don't know how many people read the thread there. Uh, But more people will hear the answers here if I I post them here. Whether they will read – those reading that forum will actually bother listening to this is another question. But I figured let's get some of these out there. All right. Uh, So – I'm just going to jump into the middle of these because there's been a lot of messages that go uh, have gone back and forth, and there's uh, we've gotten to the point of talking about you know getting uh, rid of these government monopoly services and put, put, putting in place. Essentially, uh, market based functions, uh, market based protection providers, for instance, instead of having- just allowing them uh, right. and
1: not uh, you know, forcing somebody to fund a particular uh, a particular service um, that they could choose to do otherwise. So if, for instance, you wanted to send your kid to a private school, you wouldn't have to pay to send other people's uh, to run the
0: public school. So one of the objections uh, to this, of course, is that is the old well, the corporation. What you're suggesting is that we uh, we get rid of the state in favor of an oligarchy of corporations. Basically, the suggestion being that instead of having the state, we would have multiple protection companies, and they would all be fighting, and it'd be like this war uh, between the protection companies. The
1: states aren't fighting. Well, isn't a corporation aren't fighting with each other?
0: Isn't a corporation a construction of the state to begin
2: with? This is true. I mean, it didn't begin with the charters for the business that they applied for. I think I think in the involuntary society that the the companies would be more of a sole proprietorship or a partnership. They would be the owner, the person who owns it, and his name on the line. Um, you, I'm sure you could have some sort of stocks and, and whatnot. But I think the idea of a, a corporation that's constructed from the standpoint of government
0: regulations and government bureaucracy, would be no more in that, in that scenario. Well, correct. I mean, the corporations protect, in, the, protect businessmen from liability for their actions, and uh, and, and, that's and good, shroud, right? them, And <laughs> yeah. shroud them in secrecy
2: behind layers of, of corporate names and uh, bureaucracy.
0: So, but the concern here from one of the, uh, the people that is objecting is that I, I'd pointed out that, the, well, the merchants, the, the merchants that might be selling you protection services don't have the, the aura of legitimacy that governments have. Um, so they're not going to be able to get away with just going over and murdering their competition. It, that's going to be murder. It's going to be seen as absolutely untenable. You don't have Budweiser uh, or Anheuser-Busch attacking it, Coors or whoever their competitors are. Coors is a good one. Yeah, they just th- th- there's not an all-out alcohol war in the streets. Uh, of course, somebody's going to say, well, that's because the government's around to stop them. Well, no, it's because uh, people don't want to do business with uh, with criminal gangsters if, if they can avoid it. And in the open marketplace, you want to be seen as an honest person. You want to be seen as, as peaceful. You want to be seen offering a good product or service, not crushing your competition, uh, crushing their skulls. Um, And besides that, it's expensive to get involved in in armed conflict and uh, you have to hire mercenaries. Not to mention that,
1: um, you know, when you have state uh, governments, um, you know, these monopolistic governments that we're used to dealing with, they're not responsible for their actions. So if you're a, uh, you know, if if your wife, if you're over in Afghanistan and your wife is killed by a predator drone and you and, and you had nothing to do with any kind of insurgency, at this point, you lump it.
2: Yeah, you they're they're immune. They they have this immunity created by the government, where you can't prosecute them, you can't have any sort of due process or or judicial action because they're immune. It's just, I'm sorry, you file that motion or you file that case, and the government says, ah, oh, it's tossed out.
0: So I had suggested that if there were a situation where like a protection agency decided to just go all out and and attack people. Uh, for what purpose, I'm not sure, but if they were to just go all out and attack somebody else because it would be very expensive for them to do that, that they'd be rebuffed. Like there would be other people that have other protection services and they would have their own guns and they they would defend themselves. So people wouldn't just be rolled over like they uh, they would when it comes to this monolithic state that we're dealing with. And the person objecting writes back, he says, well, not if the landowner has fewer protection agents than the merchant has armed employees. At that point, we'll have devolved into a pseudo-African anarchistic state where merchant tribes and settled people clash their armed forces to settle land disputes. How does this further your goal of a peaceful, consensual society? Sounds like Rwanda.
1: Well, um, the, what you're dealing with here is, you know, I think that, yeah, that Rwanda is, you know, a violent place. You're talking about sort of tribal warlords going at it and that kind of thing. But I think that you need to go through what we have today. You need to get a government that's so large and so onerous, so invasive, so inefficient and so, uh, you know, ubiquitous. That people see that they need better customer service um, you, you know i don 't think you 're going to see America devolve into that we 're not one step away from a tribalistic uh, oriented you know anarchistic state that he 's referring to. People want better customer service from their governments, and the, you know the best way to pr- to do that is to allow them to choose which government they want and that's uh, you know that 's all i 'm suggesting is this sort of polycentric law where people can, can can pick one government over another if they feel like, uh, you know, for whatever reason the New Hampshire government is superior to the Vermont government, that they can pick it up and take it with them wherever they go in the United States. So, you know, now I don't have to wear a seatbelt because I'm a New Hampshire or whatever. This would require governments... Granite stater. What's that? You're granite stater. Um, it would require governments to work harder in order to, to uh, deal with people, and they wouldn't be able to just
0: arbitrarily outlaw things like pot. Alright, there's more coming up. Here we'll continue and dig into some of these objections in a moment. 800 259. Become a free talk live amplifier for just three dollars per month. You'll get perks and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is free talk live. You can bring up whatever you want, dial in toll free, take control of the airwaves. The number. That number brought to you by Seykels CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website and watch the show if you'd like. We've got a webcam, and it's free for you. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Built into the same page, you'll find the chat rooms. You can interact at the same time that you listen and watch the show Uh, show over at cam.freetalklive.com. It's free. Courtesy of Memory Dealers.
1: Memory Dealers offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBICs, ZenPacks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price.
0: In stock, ready to ship. The overnight delivery. Memorydealers.com. All right, so uh, we're reading uh, some objections from the Dan Carlin Hardcore History Forum. uh, Objections to the ideas of liberty, and of course, they usually are based out of the fact that the people that are objecting don't really understand what the, the the concepts are. And the concept uh, that, that we're looking at here, one guy is saying, well, well it's, it's going to be Rwanda. People are going to be fighting each other, tribes. Uh, the, people, the protection agencies will be attacking one another. It'll just matter who has the most protection agents, and they'll be all warring together, and it'll be, it'll be awful. Well, honestly, isn't that what's happening now? I mean, yes, but it- now he's worried that it'll happen on a local uh, basis. Like right now, these people believe that the, the people we're talking about, the, the, those who are objecting from this perspective, believe that the U.S. military is keeping us safe. That the it's the, the military yeah okay the military may be doing bad things in some places you might get them some of them to admit to that uh, but they they believe that in general the existence of the U S military is what's keeping uh, the invading hordes from coming here and and killing us all. Wait, I think that's that's absolutely foolish and that's as somebody who's been in the military.
2: Yeah, I, I've you know I've been in uh, the Army National Guard and uh, I know a lot of friends that have been in the military, a lot of family members, various wars, even. I, it's not the military that's keeping anyone safe here. It's it's ourselves really that's keeping us safe. Right. Uh, what was
1: the uh, the 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 Japanese general that said he would never attack the United States mainland uh, uh, that there would be a a gun behind every blade of grass. Right. There are more weapons uh more firearms in the United States than there are Americans.
2: And I think to this question that the uh, the person on the forum posed uh I think one thing You don't understand how these things are going to work right now. It's difficult to conceive of that in your mind when when so much of your indoctrination is this is how they are now. But one thing I wish to stress is that if you move to a free society, the first and perhaps most powerful tool of of dealing with, with problem people and problem incidents is ostracism and And that's probably the first thing protection agencies are going to establish is some way of propagating propagating information about ostracizing a person based on some activities done that are, are harmful to other people or criminal maybe they committed fraud or something like right. that right so so things like he would perp- uh, the, the protection agency would would go about the the way the easiest the simplest way to to accomplish these goals while spending the least amount of money and I think things like like just going to the butcher and saying, "Look, this guy's been beating his wife. He's a bad dude. You know, don't sell him any meat. Don't sell him any cigarettes today." And tell him, "Look, you want you want the service. You want you want me to sell you some products. You're gonna to have to be an outstanding member of the, member of the community." Yeah, it's things along that line where you can you could talk with the actual the people of the community and have the community response instead of. A monolithic force.
1: I, um, I tend to uh, disagree that uh, ostracism is this panacea that's going to solve a lot of things. I think you said that would be the f- place that people would go first. I don't know that the agencies would have any benefit from um, you know, financially propagating the idea of ostracism. I do think that it'll be a powerful force, but um, I think it's a powerful force now. But I really think that uh, governments um, you know, that work in a sort of a free market system would still act to some extent like governments. If you harm one of their quote-unquote citizens, one of the people who have signed up with their particular brand of government, you could believe they're going to go after you in the same
0: way that... Well, uh, go- in, this, in this world you're talking about, they would be more likely to do that. And in our current world today, they may not do anything if you've been harmed. I mean, the government has no obligation to protect you. In this world that we're talking about, where you would have, as you put it, Mark, competing governments or protection agencies or whatever you want to call them, then if they don't do their jobs, if they don't provide the protection, then you get You know, your money back, or you cancel their service and you go with somebody else. That's something that would encourage what you're talking about uh, into happening, Mark.
1: Now, what's the the writer's name here? Uh, DB Trek. Okay. So, DB, what, um, you know, this is how I sort of came to this conclusion, and I want to see if it's going to be useful to you. The fact is, in this world, at one point, it was far more likely that uh, you would have geographic areas split up by religion. And if you went in to one of those other places and you propagated your Type of religion that you were going to die. I mean, they killed Quakers. Uh, The Puritans killed the Quakers. They cut off their ears and eyes. I mean, you can still find this around the world. Um, You know, now with uh, with problems going on in Iraq, uh, they're killing Christians. uh, The United because you know they're mad at uh, the United States. They're killing Christians in Iraq. So you can find these situations, but mostly in the United States, you know, this is unheard of. People wouldn't there wouldn't be a lot of uh, of violence based on people's uh, religions. So we're seeing society move from the point that uh, religions were attached to geographic areas to where they're not. Well, I think that you're going to come to a point – in the future, that people are going to demand the kind of service with communication that we have on the internet and things like that, people are going to demand the kind of service that a government is simply unable to, to provide because they don't have the market signals that, um, you know, our government, as we understand it today, wouldn't be able to provide because they don't have the market signals. They just can't respond in the same way. It's, I mean, the, the Constitution itself is 200-year-old technology where people who rode on horses decided to send representatives to a central location to vote on to keep a sort of a federated, small, unintrusive federal government. Look what it's grown into. And how do you, how do you drive a stake through the heart of this thing? You can't. I mean, it's that it's so big and ponderous. Well, I think that people want better customer service, and I think there will come a time in the future where you will find that governments themselves are not attached to geographic areas, that they're no longer that way, that they protect citizens as are protection
0: agencies more than anything. That's all people want from their government is protection. So. The other thing that needs to be pointed out on this objection about the uh, the supposed warring protection agencies and people constantly uh, battling is that in order to get to this future that we're talking about, this free market world, which is not a utopia by the way, there's still going to be problems, still going to be conflicts, still going to be yeah. issues. It's between, not like communism. That's just between habit. human beings. But yep. th- that's what I'm being accused of as being a utopian, of course. Um, So it's not a utopia. I'm not proposing that. I'm just proposing a a consensual interaction between human beings, which is what most humans do anyway. Hold on just
1: a second. Utopian. Think about this for a second. If you take the 20th century and you look at it and you add up every – you pick any disease that you want and you compare it to the the disease of war, of governments executing their own citizens. If you look at government and its killing fields – and you compare that to anything else, you will find that it is the deadliest thing that we have on this planet. Government yep. as it exists today is the most deadly thing. Yeah. And you're calling Ian a utopian? Like you want, you're sided well, up with the most deadly thing that that, that, that the world has dealt with in the 20th century, well, and they, Ian's a utopian. Well, I
0: mean, I'm sure they believe that uh, if the government were run the way they wanted to, it to, It's never be going
1: to be. That's the well, fantasy. That's the carrot that hangs on the stick that you'll always be chomping at.
0: Ludicrous. Well, the other thing that, that they're not factoring in is that it, this getting to this point where we would have competing governments or protection agencies or a free market in, in these services requires people to come to those conclusions. It requires a, a paradigm shift. And so, really, what they're saying here belies their true beliefs about human uh, humans. They believe that humans are barbaric individuals who are constantly fighting and they need some betters around to, to stop them. And I'd like to address that when we come back. More coming up. You take control. It's Free Talk Live.
6: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: 259 9231 the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Speaking of SACL, Mark, what is SACL?
1: SACL is a uh, company that handles collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. Uh, SACL is run by Jason Osborne. He is a, a member of the Free State Project, a big proponent of Liberty, and uh, well, the long, one of the longest sponsors of uh, Free Talk Live. So if you've got a company and need to try something new in the area of uh, accounts receivable, SACL CAI can help you.
0: All right, so uh, just we'll continue here. Take your calls as well. We're sharing some objections from the Dan Carlin Hardcore History Forum. It's at dancarlin.com. dot com. That's Carlin with a C. And the, of course, one of the most frequent objections that comes up to the idea of moving to the market. Moving to the marketplace for providing protection services and getting away from the violent monopoly, uh, that is the government and what that means is very scary. It's very confusing. For me, it was very difficult to, uh, to wrap my mind around, uh, the first time I heard it. I had to go and read the Market for Liberty a couple times, those relevant chapters on, on private protection, uh, as to really kind of start understanding. And then even still, then I had to really kind of think on it and. You did get think, it at
1: book.freetalklive.com for free. You can
0: download that at book. Uh, excuse me. Not, I think we activated Free Talk Live, but definitely go to book. com and you can get that and some other great liberty-oriented books. But the idea that there's going to be this huge tribal warfare that's going to spring up in the absence of the monolithic state is really predicated on a, a very negative view of of mankind and humanity. It's it's essentially yes. somebody who says that is somebody who really believes that that uh, humans are just these uh, these barbaric individuals who are just chomping at the bit to attack one another over various different reasons and that it's only because of this uh, wonderful state that we have created the democratic state that everybody is is uh, you know is kept in line and that if we didn't have our betters in the state that uh, that everything would uh, would just fall apart and i'm sorry but there's just not really any evidence for that the reason why the reason why human beings uh, aren't doing those things now isn't because the state exists it's because human beings they understand inherently we've understood over over generations that things work out better when we work together that we get more when we when we come together and we cooperate and we uh, we buy and sell in the marketplace and offer products and services rather than steal products from other people and uh, and take things and and threaten most people don't behave in that way not because there's a chance they might go to jail but because their lives get better when they cooperate with other people,
2: right, right, they, they don't experience all the negativity that comes with like killing, killing a person. It just as one example. Obviously, it's the hardcore one, um, but just the act of killing a person will change the person who does the act. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, it's not something to be taken lightly. And then dealing with killers, I think most of our society doesn't like to to the idea of dealing with the killer and and shopping with him or being a customer of his or uh, being a Uh, In in any way associating with this person, there's sort of a negative stigma and it's well-deserved for people who are murderers or or thieves. I don't
0: want to hire a protection agency that's going to go around and try to kill the other protection agencies. That's going to be, first of all, it's going to be a very expensive thing to do. And secondly, I don't support violence and aggression. Right, right and so, so it really just shows the, the people who are objecting for what they believe about humans they believe these things about humans but, it, but that's, a, that's a reason to be against the violent monopoly and they don't realize right. that if people are really that bad if humans are inherently this conflict oriented and, and this seeking of, of, uh, of violence toward one another why on earth would you want to give one well, group of them a total abject power over everybody else I mean I, I do so agree that,
1: that humans are violent um, you know primates and to some extent still still stuck out in the savanna. I, I, I do think that what you've said is true, that mostly they, they participate in, um, you know, voluntary interactions throughout their day. But this is the most important part. If humans are bad and need rulers... Then the only rulers they can have are other humans who are bad
0: also bad and right. can 't
1: be ruled and the so idea that's that 's only- ludicrous if humans are good, then they don 't need rulers, yeah. so you have this uh, real conundrum now, I think people do in fact need
0: rulers, but I think that they should pick be able to
1: pick their own rulers
0: if you want to be ruled, you should be able to make that choice. I would never force someone to not. Uh, I be think would be able to have someone tell them what to do if that's what they want.
1: I think that you would have to have some kind of uh, you know protection agency or another. Carrying around a Glock on your hip isn't going to do it. Oh, it might. All well, depends. It might.
2: Well, personal responsibility though would dictate that that is the first step for protection.
1: Oh, absolutely, you could believe that there'd be a right. lot less crime. Um, you know, if you've got people walking around with uh, the, just about everybody's arm.
0: There's an objection on the crime issue coming up here in a moment. But first, let's go to the phones. Talk to Alex in uh, New Jersey. You're on Free Talk Live on the Amp Lines. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. What's on your mind tonight?
5: So the um, the person on the forum there, they said that there was uh, tribal warfare and that this was gonna that Americans would devolve into some type of violent, radical, uh, just man on man killing. Uh, the, the problem that I see with that is that they think that it's everybody out for themselves. But in general, a lot of these things are people grouping together and it's one ethnic group versus another ethnic group, and really what it comes down to is religion, I think the problem... Uh, with with violence and irrational behavior stems from religion i bet you'd have a lot and, of
0: people agree with that statement on this particular forum I mean, i'm just speculating based on the the uh, the intellect of uh, the conversation that is uh, has been going on and if you want to go over there it's uh, dancarlin.com uh, it's their forum it's in the it's i think it's one of the top selections in the forum it's uh in the discuss the history show section of the forum and because it's being posted in a lot it's right there at the top of the list of threads any other thoughts you want to share
5: yeah, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of religions, and I, I think generally people don't believe in the religions. They just kind of do it because that's the way it's always been. The people really aren't as radical anymore. But there is one religion that really needs to go away in order for us to have a peaceful society, and that's the religion of the government.
0: Yeah, I agree. There are a lot of similarities between organized religion and government, no doubt. Thanks, Alex, for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, so continuing with DB Trek's email here, uh, I then— the Email? It's not email. Thank you. Forum post. I told him that he was misunderstanding me uh, in our earlier conversations. I said, I don't propose replacing government with an oligarchy of businesses. I propose people interacting on a consensual basis. That's all. The government can stick around. Just start acting consensually. You can offer your services in the marketplace like the rest of us offer our product and services. And if they're valuable, uh, people will purchase them. But he says, Well, how do you get three hundred million plus people to consent to anything without coercion? Suppose myself oh, and three hundred
1: plus people, uh, three hundred million plus people consent to all kinds of things every
2: day. Right,
0: and I don't need all three hundred million to consent to the same thing. I don't need them all to agree. Right, there'd be varied communities, varied areas, and if you like a certain set of laws or you like a certain set of conditions,
2: then you can go to that area and those conditions will be met.
0: Suppose myself and a hundred million other souls decide we do not honor nor respect any contracts you make with anyone else. How do you achieve a Functioning society when one third of us refuse to recognize your contractual law. I have a feeling the solution involves force somewhere down the line. Well, I just well, won't deal with you. So uh, what he's he's talking about the difference
1: between force and, uh, and aggression, and I think that you know that that's something that needs to be addressed here.
0: Um, oh, know, believe me, I addressed the aggression issue earlier, yeah. but it just doesn't it doesn't fly over. They don't understand that. Yeah. Well, the, the difference. difference
1: between force is is you know let's call it force what it is violence. Mm-hmm. Look, aggression is the initiation of violence you're starting it the first person to start it so um yeah you know i mean there's there's probably instances where you know the the best solution to the problem is going to be using violence against uh you know somebody else who's initiated force against you i'm not saying i advocate it or anything like that i'm just saying that that may be very well to be the solution and you know when somebody uh you know when somebody's looking at the situation afterwards sort of mediating uh you know what happened here what 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 went on i think they're going to say it's okay if somebody broke into your house and was threatening you with a a weapon to have shot them
2: i think right now we already have situations where people don't want to deal with contracts i think this is another straw man argument of his if you don't want to deal with the contract, you don't sign it, and then we have no deal. We have no I have no obligation to you. You have no obligation to me. And as far as I'm concerned, if, if that's the attitude we want, you want to take, then I'm certainly not going to associate with you. It's very simple. And yet you, you wanna, people want to clutter it up with all this, well, if I don't do this, then what are you going to do to me? And it's, well, I don't control you. I don't want to control you. I don't want to tell you what you should do. But if you want to interact with me, there are certain standards to be met.
0: Well, right. And earlier in the conversation, uh, in the forum, the the idea was brought up, well, what if people just come and camp on your land? What if they come and trespass and set up camp in your backyard? Or, you know, are you going to use uh, force uh, at that point? I said, well, yeah, but that's not aggression on my part they were the ones who aggressed first by coming onto my property now really we do have to have the same premises from which to start and that's an important point is like if they don't believe in property and i do and my neighbors do then there's going to be a problem so i want to dig into the idea of uh you know some of the premises that we're coming from here in moments you can also bring up anything this is free talk live Up time for your thoughts. If you make them uh, make the call now at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. one. Join us online at freetalklive.com, where you'll enjoy our features for free. We've got a lot of stuff there, and if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, go to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll find their banner ads. You can add to your favorite website. You'll also find flyers that you can print out and post around places and promote Free Talk Live, uh, various different things you can do to get the show on more stations and get into more ears across the internet. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. We're addressing some objections to the ideas of liberty by some folks that are are pretty darn smart. And one of the the tricks with intelligent people is that if they start from the wrong premise, then their intelligence is applied in ways that well really aren't very productive for human freedom uh, down the down the line if you start from the premise that people are evil and need to be controlled then you're never going to be uh, you're never going to get to the point where you can admit that people need to, to be allowed to be free you just have you've started from the wrong
1: premise but if people are evil and need to be controlled then who's going to control them evil people so the, the i mean obviously who's going to be attracted to these seats of power
0: only the best of the best mark only right, the, right, uh, the the angels. the wisest right
1: cuz right. we didn't have a ch- uh, you know we don't consistently over and over again have the choice between two crap sandwiches for president right
0: So he says, well, how do you get 300 million people to consent to anything without coercion? Suppose me and 100 100 million other people decide we don't want to respect your contracts you make with anybody else. Uh, How do you achieve a functioning society when a third of us refuse to recognize your contractual law? Well, he's right from one perspective, and that is that if, if there are 100 million Americans that don't start from the same premise that property is a good idea. Like property is nowhere near
1: the. the, I mean, you're you're talking about 300 million Americans, Americans, and the vast, I mean, super, super 90 something percent majority understand property and understand they don't want theirs taken from them.
0: Generally, that's true.
1: And you know, the golden rule is something that they can apply to themselves, which is, you know, they don't want. If I don't want mine taken from me, then I shouldn't take it from anybody else. I mean, well, I uh, think
2: property rights will be different under the free society than they are now. They're not going to, just like anything else, protection property, any of these other little things that we're talking about, everything will be slightly different than it is now because everything that is now is, is part of the state.
1: Well, you know, I when I think about uh, you know cultures that don't respect property, there's that one uh, that the 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 island of sharing or something that the uh, the, the Magellan uh, you know cruise found where they're you know essentially they were just stealing things off the ship, but these people didn't understand property in the mm-hmm. same way. So it's certainly true that that could happen, but largely, mostly cultures understand property rights and they mostly understand them in the same way. It's socialism sort of- and its ideas have infected uh, the world, right. and they make it different. Difficult for people to see it because essentially they believe that we all belong to the state and the state owns everything. And Otherwise, that's what they
0: believe. A lot of them believe on this forum that well, the state uh, stole the, the people that called themselves the state hundreds of years ago stole the land from the Indians, and so therefore they own all of the the land.
1: Well, the, then if that's true, then um, you know the it's the 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 other governments all all the other governments are legitimate too. And, when and you're they, talking about some dictatorial situation where you know where they can execute all their their citizens, that's then that's legitimate too. Like it's legitimate because they've got the guns and they'll blow your heads into in a little bitty pieces. Yeah, it's legitimate in that way. You can enforce your will if you're a violent SOB,
0: but that doesn't mean that it's right. So back to the idea of property. Uh, it's it's an important part point to start on, and I might agree with you, Mark, that ninety percent of Americans get it when it comes to property. They certainly get it when it comes to their property. Um, the other idea, is, certainly, there are a lot of people that take welfare and they think that they're entitled to uh, to other people's property, and that's another problem. And as you pointed out, the state has created that mindset. Uh, but let's let's just presume that this guy's right, that uh, there are 100 million Americans, because really, to object to the ideas of liberty, you always have to go to the ludicrous extreme. You really have to come up with some pretty absurd uh, scenarios in general. So let's presume he's right, that 100 million Americans just don't get it when it comes to property. They don't care about where your uh, lawn begins and theirs ends. They think they can just go and set up camp wherever they want to, and so on and so forth. That is really a problem, because in order to have a, a society that functions well, people have to generally start from... On the same set of premises and so you want to have people living in the same area and this touches on what, something you mentioned before jj is that people would hopefully settle in areas around people that think similarly exactly. and, and that's one of the points where the free state project really comes into play as an important factor in in uh, essentially being the catalyst toward moving to liberty and getting people to understand what freedom is is to get people who are of that like mindset because the people that are joining the free state project they get property rights because they understand that your freedom, in many cases, comes from the idea of property and respecting uh, other people's property and, and the, the interactions that come between people trading property and, and all of that. Right. I think that the
2: definitive part will be that, the, that there will be geographic regions. I don't want to call them towns or cities or states. Mm-hmm. There will be. Geographic regions that follow a specific set of standards or premises, that, you, like you said, and then it will be known that you want to conduct business in this town, this community. Everyone who lives here has agreed to work by these set principles, and you, you're more than welcome to join us, but we ask that you follow these principles, and if you don't want to, well, then... You're not really welcome here.
0: And they're going to be, that's going to be pretty obvious. If, if you've got an area, let's say New Hampshire, that is is loaded full of people that understand property rights, and you come in as this communitarian who you know, is just going to pee wherever he wants to and set up his tent and uh, doesn't care because you know, he doesn't believe in property, that's somebody who's not going to get along very well in yeah, that society. That's going to be
1: a situation where might does make right. You can believe it.
0: Well, and it's not to say that that person deserves to be harmed. I'm not saying that. Say that. I'm just
1: saying that that's going to be a reality if they continue on with that behavior and don't learn from um, you know, sort of, you know, the situations
0: as they arise. So, so yeah, I agree with this guy that uh, premises are very important and again, we have to evolve to okay, this let's is not going to start Okay, let's talk about something
2: tomorrow. else. Just just as a brief thing. The Old West you know there was there was towns where they wouldn't allow guns inside the town. You know you have to inside eat, the city limits. It's yeah. at city limits. You you walk into the city limits. You want to conduct business there. You want to rent a hotel room, mm-hmm. whatever it is. You have to follow these guidelines. And if you don't like it, well, there's a town just down the road where you can carry your gun on your hip all day long. So you why don't you go to that town? And and that's how they they handle things. Obviously there were people that got out of hand, and uh, you know the law,
0: quote unquote, the protection people had to deal with that. But, well, they're going to say, "How's that different from what we have now, JJ?" I mean, there are towns with different uh, different rules and different laws now. Sure. How's that different?
2: That's it's not different. But that's the point. There's choice. As back then, there well, you was... can choose
0: to leave. If you don't like it here, you can leave. Yeah. What's well, this is why I, like I think the
1: idea of uh, ge- geographic, um, you know, I think that it's a reality that that's how you have to do it. If you want to change things that you're going to have to pick up and move in order to get around other people that believe like you, and that's why the Free State Project has been successful thus far. But I don't think that people want th- that for themselves. And in this era of communication, you're finding, say, you know, the, the Green Revolution in um, Iran where they're saying, you know, no, no, we're sick of this. And you're finding discontent all over because God Governments aren't able to provide people with uh, good customer service because they don't understand market signals.
0: So I pointed out to him at one point that, uh, that a government doesn't really own anything that, that they have because they've stolen the money from folks in order to, uh, to get it. So they don't own those things legitimately in the same way that a group of car thieves doesn't own the cars they steal or the things they buy with the money they get from the chop shop for those, those stolen cars. And he responds, well, there's an interesting thought. The car thieves are only criminals because the law, as written by the oppressive government, declares them as such. No, No. common sense declares them as such. Yeah, natural – the idea of property and people who respect property declares that as a criminal act. If you believe in property – then it's a crime to have somebody take your property without your permission. That's not something you need to have codified in law in order to say that's a crime. Right. Mostly what the judicial system's
1: been set up for, um, you know, over the thousand years of uh, common law and that, you know, have gone through sort of Western civilization is to protect the accused. It's not about protecting the innocent. Because um you know, the the victim, I should say the the fact is, if you were accused of something in in some town, you're likely just picked up and lynched. So these the judicial system was to protect those that were accused not those that had been harmed. Believe me, people will figure out how to protect
0: themselves from those that might harm them. Right. There are two typical categories of crimes when it comes to the government laws that have been written down. There's the malum prohibitum, and then I don't remember what the other malum is, but it's the stuff that isn't malum prohibitum. There's Malum Prohibitum, which is uh the, the things that man have decreed as uh as criminal, like uh, you know, building a curb too high or putting a you know putting a driveway in that's too wide or some sort of, some silly nonsense, having a plant in your pocket, having marijuana on you. That's not a criminal act in that it's it's uh, it's not something that has actually done harm to anybody. No one has no one has been harmed by me walking around with a, a bag of marijuana in my pocket. But yet it has been written down as a man law and has been called a crime. That's a malum prohibitum. The other things are things that you don't need to have written down as you mentioned common sense. You take somebody else's life, you hurt them, you break their bones, you've committed an a, an, an act that is against natural law. And I wish we had more time, but we are out of it. It has is this been
1: it? Oh, wow. Yeah, it has Good been in is. here with you. And JJ. And Mark. And JJ.
0: <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow night. Online in the meantime. Uh, and by the way, again, this is uh, all this information from DanCarlin.com, their forum over there. Um, maybe we'll share some more of it tomorrow because we only got through one post tonight. There's uh, there's a lot more. Good objections from smart people. Uh, and I appreciate them. More coming up tomorrow night.
3: You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from libertystickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's libertystickers.com. But wait.